0: Welcome to this, episode 40 of the Northern Invasion Podcast. Now, I I don't have somebody to correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, I do have somebody here. This is me as ever. It's it's Stu West. And we are shortly to be joined by Mr. Nathan Watson. However, his his technology is failing him. Um, So he'll be here within nine minutes, so says his machine. But until then, you can have the, the excitable and enthusiastic tones of myself and Scotland's si- current Six Nations captain, Mr. Michael Callaghan. Uh, good evening. And so, you just so Michael me. I got Michael. I, I Michaeled you because I'm being formal. All right, Stuart. <laughs> okay, Mike. So, <laughs> so congratulations again on becoming our returning captain.
1: Thank you, thank you very much.
0: I don't think we've spoken to you um, since then, but you have been our most frequent frequent guest on the show.
1: Well, that's that's a uh, that's a dire state of affairs for this podcast. Then, in that case, I, th-
0: I think we're all just sucking up to you. So,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so no, um, well, we'll, well
0: thank you're you're for me back. no 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 problem. It, it's always a pleasure. Now you're the tournament organizer from the Howling uh, October's premier lupine themed um age of Sigmar event in scotland yes. and possibly the world
1: it's a hard fought title to be fair
0: yeah so we'll come on to that shortly because uh we've got we've got plenty to look at in terms of that one um but i just wanted to say um well done on all the amazing prep work that you guys have been doing i've not been involved in this year but um it's it just seems to be a a a real ramp up in, in quality and, and effort. So, um, I don't know if you want to mention one or two things about, about what the, the team's been doing and maybe talk a little about. We're
1: talking six nations now. That's right.
0: Yeah. And to basically uh, let people know, um, I don't know how they can apply to be a a member or whatever.
1: Well, uh, I guess it's probably worth talking about. Obviously we were very disappointed in how we finished, um, in the summer. Um, we thought we'd done a lot of good work and maybe it wasn't quite on our side, but the, But at the same time, we were aware there were lots of things we could improve on. And as it turned out, um, myself and Nathan were back in again as captain and vice-captain. So we kind of had a a long talk about things we thought we could improve on for this year. Uh, And one of the things was there was having practice days before application process. Um, And that was a two-fold kind of thinking. One was to give experience for the actual team players who are going to play more experience of team team events and matchups and etc cetera, etc cetera, and doing the matchup process but also to open up the whole application process and the whole process to anybody who wanted to come and um, play in a practice day who had any interest in Six Nations team given the opportunity to come in and see what it's all about see how it works see how see how match play works see how designing lists works see how the matchup process works um, and just give people the experience really and just say, listen, we're, we're an open, we're an open house. We're not, this is not a closed shop. Um, we can give, give as many people opportunities opportunity as we can to get involved and, um, and see what's what. Um, so we had our first practice day in September, I think we had 12 folk down for that. And then we've got a second one on the 27th of October, the day after the howling. I think currently we've got 14 folk for that. So um, I think in total it will be about 20 folk who have come to both the events. So, uh, Which I think is really good given that we'll have a team of eight. Um, even if people who come to the practice days don't you know, eventually get onto the team, I think hopefully it gives them plenty of experience and knowledge for going forward in
0: future years. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, you're really establishing a cohort for future years, and people are going to be familiar with it, and it won't be won't be quite a bit as big a shock when they do get in there. I mean, yeah, one thing, guys, it's, it's also it's to
1: make us feel more approachable in case anyone ever thought that as a team we were just the team, and no one should, no one else could kind of come and talk to us or feel like they could get into the team. It's, not, it's it wasn't like that last year, and. That was never how we wanted it to be. But so we just wanted to make it super clear that this was for everyone and anyone who wants to get involved can.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the most exciting things, uh, from the outside looking in at what's happening is uh it just seems that people are building in their own style and their own lists and there's no we're not looking uh as a as a nation south at what other people are doing and what's performing strongly, particularly down there. We're just sort of like building and shaping lists for 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 ourselves that that people are going to be competent and confident with that that are probably going to give people a bit of trouble
1: yeah i mean exactly that's always useful to have lists that people don't quite expect but i listen at this at this stage to list wise it's all a bit of kind of up in the air because until certainly until the faq in december comes out it's hard to kind of really plan on factions and allegiances because you just don't know what's going to happen and how they're kind of the kind of power levels are going to shift so um but at this point it's really good for people to get an idea of the kind of style of lists that are useful in team play so um you talk about i mean you had Stephen ramage talking about um taking that 120 chain rasps whatever it was just as a, as a kind of tar pit list yeah <laughs> that, that's the you know he's 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 been dead keen getting involved he came to the first practice day. He's come to the second one as well so that's great um I guess one of the other big changes that's happened from last year as well. Uh, So we've got a committee, uh, kind of Six Nations committee of which you are part of. um, And it's formed of basically anyone who's played Six Nations for Scotland in the past in an age of sigma. Uh, It's just to keep, and we kind of between us, we just vote on how we think things should be done. Uh, Just, it seems best to have people who've had experience of doing it, kind of make decisions like that. And last year, last year, the team was mainly picked by Rankings with a couple of wild cards picked by the captain. And But this year we've, we've tried we've changed that a bit. So again, to make it a bit more open and on the understanding that maybe Rankings isn't the be-all and end-all when it comes to team play. There's more factors to consider. So uh, this year we are have an application form and um, it's going to be 50-50 weighting from Rankings and application form. So in theory... You know, it, even if you, even if you're not one of the top eight ranked players, you've got a very good chance to be able to get on the team if you can write a good application form that says, that makes a really good case for why you think you should be on the team. Um, and that's and we've got myself and Nathan, who's the vice captain, and Scott, who's the coach, and there's Kev Lowe, who's the community selector as well. So there's four of us who'll be independently marking these sheets as well. So just to try and give us as much um, impartiality and objectivity about these things as well so we're doing really we're doing the best we can to be as fair and as we can to everyone who's wants to get involved while also getting the best team
0: yeah and i think that exactly says it all there's six places up for grabs really at the moment and yeah um and so so the more people get involved the more time they're putting at this stage to to seeing how things work and developing the style and working as a team uh, the more likely they are to to be successful if not this time uh, certainly in future years. So so anyway, it should be commended.
1: Uh, thank you. Yes, I mean, it's it's just part of the learning process. I think it's part of the learning process from being captain from one year to the next, yeah. just be able to make that thing. And that's one, maybe one thing as a country we've not had back-to-back captains yet, or captains have done more than one year, I don't think. No. Uh, I think no. maybe whereas a lot of the other countries in Six Nations have had consistency in captaincy, Um uh that's not to say i'm desperate to do it for a third year because i'm not (laughs) uh it's just more about
0: the learning points you can carry over to the next year and and kind of to try and improve and also improve
1: in every aspect really
0: yeah and so where can people find application forms and and whatnot
1: so um well the application form you can basically contact myself nathan kev or scott we can send it to you also we've got a whatsapp group um for anyone who's interested in the six nations or who's been interested in the practice days. So you can contact us and you can join that WhatsApp as well. And um, it's kind of, we've got that pinned, the application for pinned in that WhatsApp group as well. Um, and if anyone wants to see it, give us a shout We'll send it to you. Yeah.
0: Anyway. And if we, if you look at the show notes here, um, not many people do, but if you open it up or on whatever your, your platform is your podcast platform, um, there'll be a list of uh, Twitter handles for the people um, that are on or and for the the hosts. And the, probably the swiftest and easiest way to get in touch with somebody is probably to to fire a quick message through that, I'd imagine. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, um, we've had the application form up for about three weeks. The deadline's not until November, end of November, mm-hmm. uh, kind of after the end of the ranking season. Um, but we we put it up at the end of September just so people had a good chance to have a look at what was we were asking in the application form, so they could mm. think about f- forming their answers and they go and go and have a think about what they had to think about to fill to make a good application. So, I think fingers. there is
0: an as an age of Sigma Scotland uh, Six Nations Twitter stream actually, isn't there? Yes, yeah, yes, there is. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. that you can probably get the application form through that. Thinking about it, so so there you go. If people if people search. Um, <laughs> go on, give us a clue. What will it be? Uh,
1: it's a uh, good question. I've got the Twitter right <laughs> front of me. It's uh, AOS Scotland Six N. There you uh, go. Is that, is that the right? Give me one second. Let me double check the handle. On and this.
0: and that will have a link to all sorts of fun okay, and it's exciting at information.
1: Scotland underscore AOS.
0: There we go. So check it out, folks. Right. Well, Nathan is obviously still, uh, still playing with himself. This is um, exactly
1: the kind of support support I expect from my vice captain.
0: Yeah, I mean, he should have been there. Uh, Could have been bounce, there bouncing wasn't... things off and you, yeah, know, you know, keeping it dynamic. But yeah. there you go. You've got what you've got. You've Just got. Just when sticky, has a baby. I know. I know. So, um, well, we'll come on to the howling shortly. So, uh, Cities of Sigma, Mike. Yes. Now, you may have a bit of interest in this. We had a question asked. Um, Last week, um, because there was quite a lot of chatter on, on the Twitterverse and in WhatsApp groups and maybe a little negativity and fear from some, um, and we got asked a question, um, about us, uh, asking us to, to give some examples of lists from Cities of Sigma, and we shunned our listeners and we instead provided, um, some Orak War Clans lists in our last episode, which was light-hearted and was okay, however, um, we we think that this evening is the is the time to 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 give the people what they want. So myself, you, and Nathan have uh, have written a couple of lists.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm actually so, sitting here between a Cities of Sigmar battle and a, and a Urk walklands battle tome. So um, this has been my week.
0: Yeah. So so you're the the fun filling in the work sandwich. Of, uh... <laughs> that's
1: it. Caught between a rock and a hard place.
0: Oh. So so first off, um, I've managed to, I only broke open my book from the cellophane um, this week uh, in preparation for this. And at first I was a little bit overwhelmed and trying to pick a list from all the different options mm-hmm. um, was a bit tricky for me. So I started looking at what models I had first of all, and it didn't really particularly send me down a path I, I was that interested in. I uh, started looking at the formations, but because they were city specific, they didn't really do it for me based on on what I fancied. But the more I read it and the fact that I've read the background and I've read most of the novels, I really like it. And I think it's pretty well themed. And I don't know, what were your initial thoughts when you when you uh, when you tried to absorb it?
1: Uh well to be perfectly honest, the uh Angels have had more of my attention since the book's dropped because that's kind of where where my headspace is at the moment. But um but other than that, I I've not had a chance for a really in-depth readr yet, but in general I really like that I really like the idea of it. I like the idea I know some people don't like it, but I quite like the idea that it, they they've repurposed all these old models mm-hmm. in quite a cool way. Yeah. Um certainly if you're talking about just, you know, thematically, it's a really cool idea um to, to kind of build them around these cities. Yeah. Uh, I certainly haven't looked too deep into how you break what they've done in terms of lists, <laughs> uh, like there's obviously some strength in there uh, and there's going to be some strong lists obviously Hello Heart seems to be an early uh, This city of Hello Heart people are quite excited uh-huh. about from a, the, a magical point of view um, and I think there's some other things that are going kind to of rise up, I think there's you know uh, taking aside you know, tier 1 lists or whatever, people who are tournament winning lists whatever people are trying to create there's so much potential in the book for people to go and have fun and write any lists or themes they want and you know and go and have a bit, bit of fun with it and that's a really cool idea straight off
0: the bat for me yeah so we're, we've been joined by by mr watson
3: hello. hello and i wholeheartedly disagree with anything that mike has said thus far
0: do you
1: hello agree
3: i wholeheartedly agree <laughs>
0: So we've uh, we've we've touched on the six nations stuff which you're not privy to so you're just going to have to listen to the episode to, <laughs> to find out what we've called you. Um and then we're now into Cities of Sigma so I have offered our our um, heartfelt apologies for for not not giving the people what they wanted although we have had some positive feedback on the Oryx. So what were your first thoughts about the uh, Cities of Sigma book and the sort of like style um, the The way it asks you or encourages you to build a list
3: at first, I really liked it. um I thought that it was really cool that we were gonna get to see a lot of these like sort of old obscure units that we've not seen for a long time um some new stuff on the table, like you do with any book and then I saw the lists people were writing mm. and uh to quote someone on. Twitter, they just weren't that interesting
0: You could say that about any book I suppose, you do yeah. Yeah. One, or, one or two lists tend to rise to the top and there's a race to paint it and get it out and smash people off before they can counter it well, and That then, uh...
3: definitely isn't the case with this and, and the, the case with this book unlike the others, there's four or five or maybe even six lists, but they all have a very similar Sort of makeup, they're they're just jank. Like I absolutely hate mixed uh, allegiance lists. Always have. I don't like soup. It's one of the biggest turnoffs with regards to forty uh, k for me. But and, I mean,
0: uh, come on, you're sounding like a, you're sounding like a Nazi. I mean, <laughs> let, em- I mean embrace the cultural diversity. A
1: little bit. It is full law to have these cities full of different races. I mean, obviously, it's all. Um, there's not enough farmers, in my opinion. That's quite oh, a few. Yeah. All of you, mine you, are farmers. You, you can model all your Phoenix card to be farmers. They can all be holding rakes. So what it, we've There's
3: done... A couple of things that float to the top. Though, isn't there isn't shadow warriors. Well, yeah. well,
0: let's see. I mean, we've we've uh, we've been given what two days. We've given ourselves to to absorb this. Uh, I mean, there, there's going to
1: be there's going to be some serious filth in that, and oh, there, and there's probably going to be some horrible is. stuff, but.
0: Uh, yeah, I think mine... There's always ways
1: and as long as it's not like stupid like Slaanesh, um <laughs> I think we can live with it. But
0: I, I think is... I've, I've made quite a horrible list I think the danger of us just going away and and writing a list is similar to what we did with the Oryx where um We, we all come back with something very similar. Well, we didn't with the Oryx. We all came back with Iron Jaws but they were very different Iron Jaws lists so there is a danger here that we've all got the same city and the same units but i doubt it i doubt it we don't know so we're gonna go through so who should we go with first do we have a, a guest's first policy or a, or are you know. not? do you have any policies at all
1: steve apart from you must drink during podcasting
0: well that that's uh that's a standing order yeah um so i i have to do that um no i don't i don't think i do i have to remain neutral uh, in all things, as per my contractual obligations with, with with all things. So, I don't mind. Let's go with the guest first. It seems only polite.
1: Okay, Um. well, my list is certainly not a list that is about trying to find the dirtiest stuff in the book. Um. Uh, I am a long-time dwarf player, going back to 8th edition, and at the beginning of iOS I played quite a bit. Uh, I've had them out a couple of times this year as well, to not great effect but i like getting them out every now and again so my first thought when the book dropped was just okay what does this do for my my uh my dispossess what happens so i've I had a quick look at the cities trying to work out where they'd fit in best and i've kind of thrown a kind of a very a first list together um it's not as, as honed as it may be down the line but i just this was just kind of an example of what i could do okay. um so i've gone for a tempest i city
0: Mm, this worries me already.
1: <laughs> well so the, the, the reason I've gone for tempest die is uh largely because stunties are slow as fuck. Yeah. So obviously they get the benefit of the 3-inch move in the first turn yeah. uh, plus one save is also useful on them as well. They get the plus one to run and I can also run and shoot uh which is going to be useful for me. So that's yeah. the main reason it, the main reason I've gone for for the movement because It makes dwarves relatively fast. Yeah. Obviously, they benefit, you know, a lot less than others might do who are already fast. But I'm just trying to do an isolation of my army for the time being. good. So uh, I've got the Warden King. I've got Hawkeye for rerolling wound rolls, I think it was, um, for shooting.
0: Hawkeye is plus one to wound.
1: Yeah, sorry, plus one to wound. Yeah. Um, uh, there's no re-rolls anymore, is that? And I've gone for Zephyrite Banner for the re-roll charges. Uh, I've got a Rune Lord, two Rune Lords, one of which is a General's adjutant. Yes. And I've got a Battle Mage. Uh, I went for a Gur Battle Mage, um, just because Wild Form is great, especially, again, trying to make it be a bit faster. And I've gone for Aura of Glory as the Spell, uh, which I've just closed my book, so now I've forgot what it does. <laughs> oh I uh, opened it right to my pitch. That oh, yeah, is flurry. um add one to the attack characteristic of melee weapons used by friendly Tempestite yes. units well within twelve inches, wholly within twelve inches. Mm-hmm. And I have gone for two units of ten long beards, two units of twenty iron drakes, two units of ten hammers, ten iron breakers, three a unit of three gyrocopters and a unit of three gyro bombers. Seems a lot. It does. Uh, it seems so obviously one of the big talking points has already been how good gyrocopters are. Yes. Um, I've, but even in 8th edition, I ran five gyrocopters once in a list, I think, at the very first fall the Old World. So I've got them, or I've got, well, I used to have the old, I've got, I've got rid of my metal ones, but, so the idea of having uh, some air support with my stunties was just got me excited again, because I used to love doing that, so now um, I went for a unit of three, just to, just to keep it interesting, and I think they both got their strengths, so... Yeah. so I've ordered, I've ordered four more gyro, four more Gyrocopters Gyro Bombers <laughs> so it's happening this yeah. list will be run at some point uh, I have no idea how good it is but uh, it's got some movement it's got 40 Iron Drakes to put up some hurt you can run and shoot them the Gyrocopter and Gyro Bombers is going to cause some issues Hammers are way better than they used to be now they've got mortal wounds <laughs> it makes me happy that I've got a, I can put a decent looking Stunted list on the table is it any yeah. good or not? I don't
0: know. But it's nice to have it. Yeah, it'd be fun to play, I think, won't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well thank you very much. That's that's good. It's it's suitably different to my list that I can breathe a sigh of relief. What about yourself, uh Nathan? What what's what's your flavour?
3: Um I didn't really have time to, to write a list, so I've stolen <laughs> one from a oh. chat that I'm in. Right. Uh, so this one's uh, stolen directly from Gary Percival and so you can be assured that it's probably got some filth in it um so it's living city it's uh got a tree lord ancient general it's got that iron oak artisan which gives like plus one save or something i think so it means that you're you've got a really tanky uh yeah. general uh, hyper snare seeds which i'm it's a realm of life artifact. I believe that's the one that you can use to stop somebody uh, from charging. Like if they're within eight inches and they declare a charge, you can roll a dice and on X plus they, they can't charge. Yeah. Um, and then it's got a heralder, a heralder, a heralder, a heralder, a heralder. That's dirty. Um, three units of ten longbeards. Th- uh, four units of ten shadow warriors. And then Scourge Runner Chariot, Scourge Runner Chariot, Scourge Runner Chariot Scourge, <laughs> Runner Chariot, Scourge Runner Chariot, Scourge Runner Chariot, Scourge Runner Chariot, Scourge Runner Chariot, and then a Maelstrom, <laughs> 2,000 points. Holy. So it's like loads of MSU and a crap ton of Mortal Wound output from that um Tree Lord Ancient and Heralders. Uh, things like that shouldn't exist. <laughs> so it's a living city, it's fine. Yeah, so, it can uh, teleport, it can shoot and uh, melt away with the Tree Lord Ancient or with the Shadow Warriors. Um, I've also seen a version of it where you take nine raptors as well. Okay, so
1: when you yeah. say it shouldn't exist, what specifically do you think is the problem with it?
3: Uh, just a hate soup. You just <laughs> shouldn't have access to all this like random stuff. Oh,
0: it's not random. It's
3: just you, you find what's the most efficient in the book. And it's got the most War Scrolls out of any book. And then you just spam the crap out of it. Isn't that what any it. army
1: book is anyway? You just find the most efficient. Yeah,
3: but the problem is, is that it has every unit in the book. Not only did they see fit to put all of the mixed order stuff in the book. They then put all the Stormcast, Stormcast crap in it. All the
0: Sylvaneth crap. All the KO crap. Like, I, it's I, just I, ridiculous. I, I think it's it, it's not as bad as you think. But, you know... We'll see. Time will tell, won't it? And
3: that—that's not even one of the lists that's been pandered about as being like broken op, like these Hallow Heart Magic ones that I don't want to we've broadcast. Not an,
0: we've not had an FAQ and stuff yet. Yeah, and I don't think the first think one's going to do the, much, but I think it'll balance.
1: The proof's always going to be in the pudding. Just seeing what happens on the table and what rises to the top. There's like, I, I, like I totally understand. There's going to be some. There's when you're putting that much stuff, that many units into a book, and uh, there's always going to be things that are better than other things and people are always going to spam the most efficient things. It's just working out how good that stuff is when you actually do it, I suppose.
3: It's a it's a good sign of a book for me if you are six months down the line and you're still finding lists. Like it's what I like about the Skaven book. Like You've you got a constant cycle of there being something new to deal with the current problem. What I dislike about this book is that it's just that turned up to 11 and half the time it probably won't even look good on the table together. Because it's just an amalgamation of stuff that was never designed to go together. I think an amazing hobbyist will be able to make it look good, but I'm a bit of a negative Nancy about it. I'm going to wait and see, as you say, the triple line the pudding. But I'm not impressed with what I've seen so far.
1: Well, G oh, W, well, you heard it. I know you. The thing is, the giant heard
3: it here first. I <laughs> it know it you've is no, heard it on Twitter three days after the book came out.
0: I, I, I think there's positives here. I think that in a in a top tournament setting, people are always gonna find the filth in a book and, and people are not gonna like but I think there's a lot of opportunity here for people to pull together things they really like and you can get a playstyle that really suits you and you can theme it quite a lot. Um, I'll see how much you dislike my list, should I? So so I've gone with a Tempest stylist list as well. Um which gives you the plus three to move uh and plus one to save in turn one. Uh, You get plus one to run, Um, you're allowed to take KO units, Um, one in four uh, can be KO, Um, the command ability allows you to run and shoot, uh, as Mike said. So I've taken a hawk-eyed Aether Chemist as my general, which gives him the plus one to wound, um, for missile attacks that is. Uh, for friendly... He's going
1: to have a huge tiger on his back, that's on
0: that <laughs> okay. well, well, wait till you see what else he's got. Um, so then there's, um, so that that E basically is there to give plus one to Wound for the missile attacks and to give the plus one attack to his Arcanaut mates. Uh, I've got a free guild general who's his Adjutant, which uh, means that on a four plus in your hero phase, you get an extra command ability if they're close to each other. Um now he gives plus one to hit and wound until the next hero phase for free guild units if they don't move. So that's what he's basically in the list for. I've got a Celestial Hurricane and with Battle Mage for the plus one to hit bubble. Um I've given him Celestial Visions, uh which on a six will give a command point. I've given him the Sir Stone Amulet on a four he gets a command point. Um the other things that you can't really uh Ignore is the Storm of Shemtek, which is the 18 inch bubble. You pick, well, you roll three dice, uh, you apply the dice to units, sort of thing. You roll dice, and on a two plus, each dice does D3 mortal wounds. Um, Then he's got like Chain Lightning and Comet as well. And then uh, moving on to my troops, I've got the block of 40 Archonauts with 12 hooks. So that's the 24 inch range when buffed for the 24 shots. Threes and twos with uh, Ren 2 and D3 damage each. So being able to run and shoot and plus three to your move, um, you're pretty much killing what you need to kill with them. And then in subsequent turns, if you're not using your, if people get close to you, um, you've got your 12 inch range, 56 shots, threes and threes. It works out at it's only one damage. Then I've got a unit of 20 handgunners, um, which get the plus one to hit and wound from the general. They get plus one to hit from the hurricanum they get another plus one to hit if they've not moved so they're on zeros to hit um so even if you get them with negative twos and um, they're still on a two plus um they they're on twos to wound uh as well rend one one damage they can stand and shoot as well um so if they get charged um and then it's ones to hit rather than zeros. But anyway, there you go. And then I've got another twenty the same. So that makes the defensive core of my uh, of my army basically the forty Arcanauts with a bit of mobility. The two twenties is of handgunners to to sit on objectives. And if you run towards the gun the gun line, you're going to get shot. I've then got two fives of pistoliers, uh, which get good bonuses if they're stationary, the same as the handgunners do. Uh, but they really do like to be mobile, so they can move and shoot, and then they can charge and shoot when they if charge. Everyone got a gun in your army? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, and then uh, that's the theme. Uh, they're good objective dra- grabbers and flankers. Um, they get plus one to charge, and they get reroll charges. So that's really just to just to go and take under um, under defended objectives or to to clear off. I don't know stragglers. Then I've got two fives of heart renders uh, to keep people where I want them. Uh, I suppose the uh, the threat of the... So they link. don't
1: have guns, they've got spears. They've got spears, so yeah. that's a problem, that's not thematic.
0: Yeah, no, no, they throw. And they're not going to be on the board until you leave your objective, so it's okay. Um, that threat, like late game of them just dropping out the sky, uh, it's pretty awful, so it keeps people pinned where you need them. Then I've got two units of three Aether Wings um, so that I can snag people up and maximise my shooting phases. I've put Shackles and Palisade in as well to slow down the enemy and channel them where I want them. And I've bought an extra command point, and that's 2,000 on the nose.
1: You know that Aether Wings can only block up charges if they've got Vanguard Raptors
0: in there?
1: What? Can they? They can only block up charges if there's Vanguard Vanguard Raptors in the list.
0: Oh.
3: Yeah, they've got to be within a certain range to do All the with, charge. Yeah, they... Uh, right.
0: finish fully with an 18 well, I'll swap I'll swap them for some Griffons
3: then. Or just drop them for the Soul Screen Bridge and then you can relocate anything in your army twenty four inches away and shoot it in the face. Yeah. That's one of the things that uh you've seen I've seen banded about everywhere. It's all these uh city shooting lists where they just I put everything in hollow with to the you know. That would be really the
0: good in list, I think.
3: It would be really good in the list.
0: Yeah, I don't think I I don't think I need it because uh, they've got so much flexibility and range anyway um, and I don't want them away from the Aether chemist. you can only pick up one thing can't you? Um, so but yeah, I think I think Griffounds would be the other option because I'm likely to get out dropped so if you put Griffounds spread out on the line um and then you all you shooting stuff back from that if anybody's sitting up uh, setting up, I don't know by whatever means they want to set up. Um, you get the extra, the extra shooting as well. So, I don't know. There's some options there, and that was just uh, looking at what models I had sitting around, and and then sort of complementing it with more guns. So there are options. I, I, I think it'd be it'd be okay to play. I don't know how much I'd enjoy playing against it, but uh, it depends what I was playing, I suppose. So there's some uh, some thoughts for people. Um, I think that there are some some pretty nasty little um, lists I've seen floating around on Twitter with lots of griff. Uh, what they called? What they called? Griff chargers. Griff chargers. Those cavalry things. So I mean, there's all different things. Um, like you said, the aloe heart one, um, the Phoenician as well. This. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think it's better than just having the mixed order book anyway. Uh, it's I definitely think...
3: better than mixed allegiance because there's at least some structure to it yeah um there's we could have maybe done with culling more units controversial <laughs> opinion but
0: i I didn't really like the the formations in that the formations are city specific and if you're wanting to reduce your drops and take one you really are having to to play each city in a certain way and um I didn't none of them actually grabbed me as being the sort of army I wanted to play. Um but yeah, well, it's a book. It's there. I
1: suspect we're gonna see quite a few white retinue Hello Hot armies in the future.
0: Yeah.
3: I think we're gonna see loads of cities next year.
0: Loads.
1: Yeah. Well. Remember that shooting meta that's been talked about for the last year. I, know, I think I know. we're finally gonna
0: to, it's finally gonna arrive. You'll have to dig a deep kin out. <laughs> the she the shooting meta. Um, that army I've put down there, you'd love that if you were deep, Kim, wouldn't you, because I can only shoot what you want me to?
3: Just take a uh, soul screen bridge and you can do all right,
0: yeah, no, I don't want one not in this <laughs> not in this army you've
3: already got one, I know that you bought Forbidden Power,
0: yeah, I've got one, but I don't want one in this army i don't I don't think it's a good move uh yeah.
1: there are. There are, uh, I think, three city armies coming to the Howling. Yes. Um, they're all different as well. There's, we've got a Hallow Heart, an Avalgard, and a Tempest are. Yeah.
3: I think you will see loads of different lists. <coughs> there will be loads yeah. of different lists, which is maybe part of the problem in the sense that there's just so much in that book. There's loads of little hidden gems.
0: I think that's part of the, bulk, the benefits to it. I think that's
3: a good thing. I think it's nice specific. to have that.
1: I think it's it's nice to have a book that keeps on giving us like, you know, we'll see we'll see how it goes, but I think in principle I'm positive on it, I think obviously it's good, I think it will have its issues, but
3: It's like flesh flesh. of course I... was a problem and it had one thing in it that was a problem like, it was easy for them to fix because they just released that FAQ fixing that one command trait, and all of a sudden the book's nowhere near as bad as it was like, it's a, it's a balanced book. I don't see how they do that with this book. There's that it's many it's issues. Points. It remains
0: to be seen in, if it's bad. I think
1: anything that gets exploited through this book will be to do with points, I'd imagine. And that could be fixed. Because I don't think any of the rules Scream is the, stupid to me. The enhanced,
3: the enhanced endless spells seem like there's a couple of utilities, like the Soul Screen Bridge in particular, being able to put another one of them wholly within 24 as opposed to wholly within 12, no matter, like, we're moving away from realms, but they can do that reliably. And you can't, you don't just teleport one unit, you can teleport any amount of units that are wholly within six of one bridge to the other. And oh, it's right. a setup so you can reposition them. So there's shooting lists where they're relocating multiple units of handgunners along with the buffing things that make them plus to the hit and stuff. Like it's its insane the amount of uh, firepower you can get with that. And it's wholly within 24, so you can reach anywhere on the table. Um, I think what other spells are particularly good. Uh, Quicksilver Swords is now always 15 dice um, for 30 points. It's really efficient. You'll see that in almost every single one of the... Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I think that if, that if that if that becomes a serious problem, then I think there's no reason for me why T.O. can't go, okay, uh, we're not playing realms and you're not going to get the benefit of that.
3: Yeah, so potentially. Yeah,
1: I think... I know there's a a lot of people who don't like comp in tournaments, but I think comp if it's light and sensible can make a big difference. In a situation, if if that became a huge problem and you just went, okay, if you don't get that benefit, then that's. But we'll see. I think I think you don't. I mean, you can't. You don't comp anything at this point. You know, we need to see. No, you need
3: to see exactly online. how it goes.
1: And there's FAQs to come, and then there's then there's December to come when any point sheet. Well, I'm not sure we'll see point changes for them in December, but. Um,
0: yeah. Well, we'll see. As we say, time will tell. But there are a lot of options there, and if you're not, if you're not all about the competitive side and tournaments and whatnot, there's definitely themes you can build around.
1: Uh, I mean, it's a hobbyist dream. Like, if you've got time, you really want to place Time. You, you saw what Chris Peach, the Peachy did.
3: I'd BW love to do that. I'd love his... to do an army like Peaches. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Um, you know, so we'll see a bunch of stuff, and like, if given, given a Give him more free time, I'd be tempted to do something mad like that, but I just don't have the time anymore. But, um, but I can't wait to see what people come up with. Yeah,
3: I'd love to see Michael Hans do it. Like, have you seen his squeaky blinders? Yeah, like the, yes. that guy's amazing at conversions. Like, he could, he could probably, he's probably one of the few guys I know that could really make a mixed living city really look something incredible. That'd be really cool. There's
0: yeah. a challenge, get him yeah. doing it. Come on, Hans. You're not getting any prizes unless you do it. Right, I tried then.
1: to I, I tried to convince Hans to be a painting judge at the howling. But he was like,
0: nah, I wanna I wanna win again. Okay. It's a bad egg. <laughs> no, nobody's, like, gonna vote. nobody's gonna vote for that hands. No nah, That's not that. I was sort like, of I was like,
1: you've already got you've already got one horn. But uh if he wins another one we're gonna have to call him Mikey two horns from now on.
0: Oh, super hands. Two horns. <laughs> okay, so the howling. Um do you wanna talk us quickly through the pack before we um and you've mentioned a little bit about your uh, subtle comp there or whatever our choices you've made. Do you want to talk people through it before we look at the lists?
1: Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so it's just Howling's One day taking place uh, 26th of October. I think it's the third time it's taken place. Um, just always, it's, we've got 42 people coming, which is awesome. It's just always been a kind of uh, a cool one-day to finish the kind of near the end of the tournament calendar. Excuse me. And I try and have some really cool prizes for people to take away. Like Andy got a really, um, Andy Curry won a massive wolf last year. Um, I think Nathan won quite a cool prize for being the most kill points. That was cool.
0: I, I got Neferata's
3: dagger. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm killed. Not
0: better. Yeah. I'm taking Neferatta this time. Are you? Are you? No. Um, <laughs> no. There, She's a we rat, not I did have
1: some thought about maybe making it a two day. Um, But there was, and I asked the community, and there seemed to be a kind of 50 50 split of people who wanted it to be a one day and people wanted it to be a two day. So I decided to keep it as a one day. Um, Because I think it's nice to have a mix of one days and two two days in the tournament calendar, to be honest. Um, So uh, I also decided, when thinking about how I was going to approach this year, I decided to go realm free. So um, we're not playing any games in the realms and no realm artifacts. the, in terms of not playing games in the realms that was kind of came from the fact that uh, most of our tournaments have always been in realms uh, and I think it's good to have a mix so I decided not to do it in realms I'm also feel it can lead to a bit of bloat and we've had an issue with time keeping some games across the whole tournament scene and community in the UK and across the world so, so let's get rid of it for a, a tournament see how it goes and just for a bit different, I decided to get rid of realm artifacts as well. Um, now this might be a little bit harsh on people who don't have <laughs> relatively new battle tomes, but it, I also Sodom. Sodom. it's also an opportunity to see artifacts and battle tomes that you, we weren't seeing and give people yes. a chance to say something differently.
0: I've um, taken mob egg's claw, Mike.
1: <laughs> what does that do? Exactly. See, I have no
0: idea what that does. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's brilliant, and I've never taken it before because there's other options. I know that's, so, the
1: thing. that's the I like the fact that by taking away realm artifacts, you give p- people permission to take things they always kind of wanted to take, but there was always maybe something better in realm artifacts. Yeah. So um, it's quite nice. So we'll see. How it works. But again, it's just trying to give a different flavor for a tournament. Going okay, this time you don't get realm artifacts, so
0: you can do a slightly different list. But it uh, makes Arcan the Black. By the way, it makes him plus five to cast. but so <laughs> that, that's what it does. <laughs> So what, does it, what does it actually do? It gives you plus two to cast to everybody within range. So, so my my Cairn Wraith is my claw caddy, and so he just ins- he starts inscribing vile sigils to, to uh, in the ground. So long as he doesn't move, um, everybody everybody gets plus two to cast. So, would,
1: would you have taken this list? This if if you were allowed realm artifacts, how no. different would your list be? Do you think?
0: Uh, well, the list would be the same. Um, but yeah, and the thing the the thing is, I'm going to another tournament the day after, and because I'm taking it to this tournament, I've taken it to that one as well. I thought sod it, I'll just I'll do yeah. that. So no, it's I wouldn't have done it. And the thing is, I've wanted to for ages because plus two to cast is pretty strong, and plus two to cast with Arcan in your list is is really strong. So why not, eh?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Why not? We'll see. I mean, it, it'll be interesting how it pans out. Again, it's just for variety really Um, so that was kind of the headline thing in terms of how the tournament was gonna be run Um, I have done so for a scoring system we've gone for a kind of 20 nil system Um, now based it very much on how the six nation was scored this year uh, which I thought was really nicely done Um, so what is you get points for uh, wins and losses but it's also secondaries to kind of top up your points. This means it gives, um, even if you're in a bad matchup, you've still got opportunities to get, farm as many points out of the game as you can. Uh, it just And it keep, gives people something to play for, keeps people interested, and it adds another skill level to people who, if you want to do well, you've got to be able to do these secondaries as well. Um, so, uh, there's a total, of, you can get a total of 20 points. Um, you know, a major win's worth 14 points minor win 10 points, draw 7 points minor loss 4 points, major loss 0 points um, you score 1 point if you've killed uh, 1000 points of your opponent's army and you score 1 point if you do not lose 1000 points of your army uh, and you score 1 point for each of your hidden agendas scored uh, so you try and do 2 hidden agendas and you score 1 point for each hidden agenda you of your opponent
0: you prevented so there's a possible six points from secondaries. So And and the hidden, hidden agendas are taken from all eighteen, aren't they? Yes. Um and do is it the fact that you select how how does the selection work? Because I remember it was slightly different to the book. So players you select
1: two agendas per game after setup is complete, but before you start the game. And both players place their agendas well, if you've got a card, you place them face down in front of you or you don't reveal what you what you're doing to your opponent at that point, and once you both pick them, you you reveal your agendas to your opponent, and then so you both know what the other person's hidden agenda is while the game takes place. Yeah. So you know you can actively try to stop theirs, or um, or you can try and kind of counterplay how they might stop you achieving your hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can only use each hidden agenda once during the event. Yeah. So your user total because it's a three-game tournament, you're only going to use six of them out of the eighteen. Um, so it's, that's less important in this situation. But um, but yeah, I mean, we haven't used hidden agendas too much in our tournaments up in Scotland.
2: No,
1: um, there is a kind of a train of thought thinking it might, it might be good to put offer up three hidden agendas to your opponent, and they can choose to take one away. So because you sometimes get situations where it's very difficult to stop your opponent completing the Hidden Agenda. Um, but I decided not to do that in this case just because I'll just try and keep it simple for the time being. Um, I know you had one Hidden Agenda, I think <laughs> each at Northern Invasion, was it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's what I've done this time. So again, we'll see how it works. So I just think it adds a little bit of a kind of depth to, to the game and the scoring thing. Also, um, it alleviates the need for... Um, Tiebreakers as well, further on down the line, because yeah. you're more likely to have
0: a variety of scores. Yeah, you're not likely to have more than one person, or even oh, maybe one or two people on on sixty points at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so it's um,
0: so difficult to full, uh, to get your full maximum points. Yeah.
1: Um, everything else is pretty standard. Uh, the only thing I decided to do, which I know you guys have talked about previously, is um, in terms of timekeeping. Um, I've just said that failure to complete all five turns or complete your game, at least two of of your three games will result in a 10-point reduction to your score. Yeah. So there's two hours and 45 minutes per round. Uh, I think that's plenty of time to complete a game. Uh, And this is to incentivize people to make sure they do complete their games. Um, We all know why it's good to complete your game and to give you both a real game. So I just wanted to make sure... um,
0: people understood that and what would happen if they don't yeah no i think that's good it's a it's a nice nice touch and we'll see if it works
1: yeah i've said two of your three games because i think it's understandable if one game in a tournament doesn't quite com- get complete one of your games for any reason at all but if two of your three games it's happening then we're, there's a bit of a pattern there and yeah and it's all within your power you can open you can prevent it so um
0: yeah no it's fair yeah Okay, so the lists are submitted. The lists are open now. You can people can view them on TTTO. Search the Howling, Full Moon Fever. Um, what,
1: what were your guys' views in the pack? The view of the pack, anyway.
0: I like it. Um, to be honest, um, I don't tend to read the pack until last minute <laughs> <laughs> because uh, a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm lucky if I know what my army does. Let alone you, you what I'm the rest of the community. But no, I I'm still. Yeah, I mean, we know what the missions are now, don't we? Well, people yes. who've, who've it been aware that? know.
1: I should have probably mentioned that. So, uh, we, I randomly drew the missions. So, game one is going to be Places of Arcane Power. Game two is Battle for the Purse. And game three is Total Conquest.
0: Which makes me happy to an extent because there's no total commitment, which I really don't like um, playing Legion and Knight. Um, I think that the. The um I I just look at the deployment maps because I get bonuses if I'm in my own territory. So I when we're playing like the current the new battle for the pass, I was gonna
3: say you're gonna love that. <laughs> it's
0: a bit of a ball ache for me because it's the triangles, isn't it? Yeah. So I can only get the bonus in my home objective, um, which weakens me quite a lot. But to be honest, I've not gone heavy Legion and Knight anyway, because I'm playing um, the Uber filth that is Triple mortar hacks. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I I'd done some some amateurish calculations based upon the placings of <laughs> in the Masters and thought I think I'm pretty much guaranteed to get in. So I'll just take a fun list and and now I, now I'm doing more calculations and I'm thinking a lot of people are going to this tournament. <laughs>
3: you do realise that the Masters is seated. And I you're gonna care. end up playing Lee round one.
0: It's all right. I'll be. <laughs> I, I I've got I've got mixed death coming, so it'll be. Fine. I was gonna
3: say you've kind of slacked off and not taking your mixed death. Well, I thought about it,
0: but no. So so yeah, um, I've not gone heavy Legion night So I've looked at that, but I like the pack. I like I like the scoring. Um, personally, my play style. Um, I find it. I don't often kill that many points. Um and I found at Six Nations that I'd picked a list where they only had to kill derthu and uh, one other thing, and and I'd lost my thousand points. Uh, Dirthu and sides, I think it was, um, or or however it worked. It was just two two things that always got killed. Um, and I'm I play mainly for objectives rather than to kill my opponent as well. I try to avoid fighting if I can. So this sort of a scoring system doesn't go in my favour that much, but I
1: I I, I, I I I never think that the the kind of one k scoring I don't think it affects people's plans that much. I think
0: mm.
1: it can probably benefit people who are losing a game but can find a yeah. way to get some points out of it. I think.
0: Yeah, and that's what you can do. You can switch switch your um your objective basically halfway through, and you can think, well, look, I'm. It's going to run away with me this, with it, this mission. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go for my objectives. I'm going to try and deny theirs. And six points, getting a six points from a major loss isn't isn't bad at all uh, if you can do that. So, so yeah, there's there's definitely I like the fact that it keeps people interested right to the end of the game. Uh, remind me again. So you've got arcane power, battle for the pass, and total conquest. Total conquest. So And none of those are the auto win on turn three. Then no, no, that's that's good. So, yeah, no, I, I like it. I like the scoring. I think that it would be, I think that the failing to complete two games it gets a penalty. I think that that's, that's possible. That's probably reasonable. Um, I hope that this time next month, we're not, we're not the big talking point. Isn't a penalty that's changed something, but uh Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, there'll be no excuse if they do. There is because it's 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 written in the pack, so they know what to do. They know what they don't need. They need not to do. So,
3: had it been harsher, to be honest, the game that got everybody talking about it was the last game of an event. And my understanding was that there are other games at that event had been finished within time. So sometimes it's bad enough just doing it once. Um, Just yeah. The thing is,
1: but at that point. It's also in the pack that if they can't decide, it's up to Tio to decide how it ends. So you might just say, well, that's a draw then. And neither Mm. can win the tournament or whatever happens. Especially if you can't get past turn two. Um,
0: I like it. And I like the change about the artifacts and realms as well. Honestly, I've wanted to take this claw for ages. And I've not taken it because I've not had Arcan in my list, because why would you have Arcan in a Legion and Knight list? Mm. But now, because I'm going triple Mortar, I get to take the Claw and have Arcan. It's, it's a list I never would have played if it weren't for this. So, so yeah, I'm happy. Uh, I mean,
1: don't get me wrong. I think there's probably, if you're doing a truly competitive tournament, there's probably ways you could be a bit more cutting edge, especially on the timekeeping kind of stuff. But one-day tournaments are never going to be the most competitive things in the world, because no. it, comes down to draw and luck, and so it's trying. I'm trying to keep the balance of having a fun day of gaming for everyone, but also have a bit of competitiveness going on. If it was a two day tournament, maybe I would approach things slightly differently. But hopefully, there's enough going on for this to. And people, people should be clear.
0: No, I think it's good. I think that if people didn't like it, you wouldn't have 42 people signed up as well. Yeah. So, so. What did, you have, what did you have?
1: What you have for the right. Innovation 44. Uh,
0: uh, this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think the most they ever had was forty-six. I'm not sure though. I'll have to look back over my spreadsheets. Um, it might have been, yeah, forty-four. it's good. 42. It's
1: good. It's good to cross the forty mark again. Definitely. We'll, we'll, see, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens when come come Saturday. How many players to show up?
0: Yeah. Well, no. I think if we've got to this stage and you're not getting people bowing out at this point, it's it's a good position to be in.
1: Yeah, we. I think we ended up at thirty-eight last year. I think, we had to, I think we actually sold forty-four tickets, but we ended
0: up
3: with 38. I'm waiting for the draw before deciding if I'm gonna bow out or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've got
0: yeah. no choice. It's when you find out I'm gonna smash you up.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody can recover from a loss to triple Mortar. <laughs>
0: well, like I've said, I've already said to people that if I don't get a win this weekend, uh, next weekend with these triple Mortarks, I'm gonna buy Lady Linda and take her to the Masters. I think you should just shave you your head. You
1: might not qualify for the Masters if you don't really to get games. <laughs>
3: That'd be
0: hilarious if you had oh, to finish in 21st. Uh, I know. Ah, well. I could do with a year off. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose. Right. Okay, then. So, the lists. Um, I've taken the... I'm good cop, so I'm going to quickly go through, uh, give some honourable mentions, and uh, quickly touch on... Uh, my five best themed lists then um, Nathan is going to look at the 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 more tuned and, and filthy lists to sort of like pick out a couple of those and then Mike's going to give us his TO's predictions on who's going to win what uh, and then after that we're very excited because we're going to actually find out who's playing who and we're going to have a draw aren't we? Are we? A- allegedly so.
1: Who said that?
0: yeah right so me i'm gonna go through this quickly um because i've not got much to say on them i don't want to drill into it too deep i'm just gonna tell you what's good okay my view so my first number one on my list is mr gary marshall dark fantastic mills himself because he's got blow Brot spawned in his list and anybody (laughs) Who puts Blob in the list deserves a, a pat on the back because it's a great model. I love the background. It's not the best in terms of rules. You don't see it very often, but it's great. So Gary, Gary's
1: Gary's Nuggle is really pretty as well.
0: It is. It's very nice looking. So Gary Gary gets a big a big thumbs up for for taking Blobe. Uh secondly um we've got graham davidson with lots of vampires and blood knights i think that being legion of blood um pushes pushes that list up and he's he's taking good advantage of it so i think the blood light knights and the vampires will do all right and i think he'll he'll be getting more used to that list now he's, he's had it for a couple of events uh after that i've got ian ian hunter um, he shunned the, the, the war herd now that they've got themselves a, a buck, and he's, he's pushed them to the one side and he's gone, he's back with us again with Archeon and the Varenguard. So uh, minimal models, he's just going to push big stuff around, roll dice and laugh hysterically at people <laughs> maniacally as he chops them up. Um, he's not got many bodies. Uh, so looking at the mission... 16
1: models, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah, and only one hero so places of arcane power is going to be pretty tricky because if you you only have one hero he's not
1: a bad hero to have though
0: is he he isn't but to be honest if your opponent's got three, maths is against you really isn't it seeing as though Archeon, the guy who kills stuff has got to sit on one of the objectives so we'll see Um, next after that uh, Chalmers, he's got a rogue idol, and I've not seen a rogue, I- rogue idol for a long time.
1: Yeah, it just got a new scroll. That's it cool. did, it I'm did. Thinking about, I'm thinking about picking up one myself when I can. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'd quite like one. Um, then we've got, and now I, I'm torn here because he's a dirty bastard. Um, it's John Craig. His flagellants have found a new home in Hallowheart. Um, and, and he's been given a few pats on the back for taking the uh the 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 sigma zealots or whatever the bloody are um but looking at it now and he, he's he's definitely making some soup there so he's he's picking up stuff to make that pretty filthy so uh we'll see how that gets on it he gets that, one just for that
1: the... I, I think that list could do very well
0: i do i do and i think in in three games depending on the draw I think he's going to do some damage. He's got I, think it,
1: I think it he's... could maybe, it might be susceptible. Well, I mean, it's four drops, so he's got that going in his favor, but I think a lot of things, if things can get across the table and hit him before he starts casting spells, he'll be, he might have a little bit of bother, but.
0: Yeah, he's, I think he's, he's going to do all right. I think there's that many on a one day event. I think, I think the odds are in his favor. And then I've got a couple of quick honorable mentions. Uh, Martin Swaffield for Gotrex and the Waves. Uh, um, that list
1: is actually quite scary.
0: It is. Um I'm giving it I'm giving it an honourable mention just because of the name and um yeah, to see Gortrek on the board will be good. Uh Ross Joyce for his four bloodthirsters, um, and not a lot else. And then Sean, uh Sean McKechnie for his massive dragon. So there are my apologies for um not going into the, the details of how they work and whatnot um I'm just going from the theme and what models are like there are a lot of good lists there you'd have to
1: understand it before you could talk about it too. that's e-
0: exactly so that's my excuse right from the beginning um I'm not reading all those all those army books <laughs> but there you go so that's uh, me
1: that's your that's your Scottish ETC captain everyone
0: yes well that's that's why it's uh, that's why <laughs> i am not in the six nations team <laughs> so we're going to hand over to the six nations vice captain now um, I have one job when I go to the Six Nations. I only have to learn one army. I don't have to learn them all. So, so I'm gonna hand over to to the vice captain and uh, of of our uh, Six Nations team. The bordering on professional player is is, is beyond semi professional now. Surely, so not, so I'm he's not gonna...
3: made one bit of coin yet. I'm, I'm not wearing near semi professional. I haven't. <laughs> I've, no, I've
0: played, I've played two games. You should just sell some of your, uh, some of your trophies.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd sell myself before I sell the trophies.
0: Uh, so anyway, uh, you've been having a look at them in terms of actual power levels and synergies and whatnot, surely. So, so what, are your, what are your highlights? So
3: it goes without saying that you could literally put the roster up on the ball and throw darts at it and land on a competitive list. Because while there's a couple of bits and pieces that you could tweak to make them stronger, I would say about 50% of the field or more has uh, some real strength in it. Like um, So last year's winner, Andy Curry, he's still got the 30 hearth guard block, but he's also got Gotrek in it. Um, I've played a version of this. In fact, I think I played this exact list. Um, it was the first game I had after the, the baby was born, against Matt Rennie, and it is a lot weaker than the the traditional version, but it's still in, it's still terrifying having that thirty block and Gotrek that is really really hard to shift, um, and it's going to be incredibly good in game one because of the the fact it's a hero mission. Can um, I just
1: say, like, just let's isolate this a second. Imagine being at the beginning of this year and saying well by the time the hell like people have got drunk the list. I know
3: I know <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's really quite cool. I believe the prayer he's taken Emberstorm. I don't know. I think it's run in charge. He's only got one priest, so he can only take one prayer. But I think he's got the run in charge prayer to give yeah, him a bit, of, a, a bit of Yeah, if has speed.
1: It's so important for the army in my yeah. opinion. Yeah.
3: I mean, and he's got the Obsidian icon to try and deny the the sort of spells on stuff. But yeah, you just, like, I, I think when I played Matt, he rolled nothing but fives and sixes for his turn one runs and just ran into the middle of the table. So, like, you just, uh, it's really hard to deal with. So I think he's going to do well. Yeah, and he's um,
1: always, you know, Andy yeah, always he knows.
3: Yeah. He's played, he, I think he's played quite a few games with it as well. I think he got a few games around at Scott's over the last few months. Yeah, I think I've, he was...
1: I've, I've, I've played his first plays a couple of times, and he took him to Cry Havoc as well, didn't he? Liam mm-hmm. um, and I think, with him. So he oh, did yeah, well. he did, yeah. I think he finished fourth at Cry Havoc, even though his army wasn't painted. Right.
3: He I'm going to accuse the next person of potentially stealing a list, but I'm not 100% sure. I know it's really, really close to the list I'm thinking about, but Craig Graham Sylvaneth, it looks really close to Laurie Huggett Wilds Dreadwood um, that's what, that's
1: what laurie's listed for
3: you know yeah he just steals he just makes lists that people steal yeah and then they become as, their list
0: as, has he got the nine and the six Night sides and six swords
3: that's which it. is uh what uh laurie ran i'm sure um and then he's got the dreadwood without casts as well yeah uh, 30 dryads I don't, I don't know if it's exactly the same but i think the guts of it are pretty similar and laurie's been doing really well with it um I believe like, it's relatively low drops, really aggressive. You can like teleport a unit nine away and um, get benefits to charge. I think. I don't know. I'm not sure what Dreadwood does exactly. I just know that it no, is dred- okay. Dreadwood
0: is just um, reroll ones to wound for spite revenants. I think so roll that ones. Outcast? To
3: that's outcasts.
0: Dreadwood's oh, that's outcasts. The, oh yeah. So you get it's um, like your gnarled
3: and stuff. Harvesting. I, think, I think for I think a think command point, watch. you get
0: you get the you get a, a teleport. You don't need to be through a wood and you just drop it nine inches away.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I can't remember. I think Adam Martin took a very similar list to the last practice day because I played against it. And right, I was okay. absolutely terrified of it. I was
3: just like, it's hard um, to deploy against. Not only have they got their woods that they can teleport through, but just like, I, I think I made this. Yeah, like he had bows up Adam
1: Martin. Sorry, apologies.
3: I'm um, just looking at Dreadwood now. So yeah. it's a command ability. Yeah, it is. Uh, remove the unit and set them up nine away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paragon of Terror, reroll successful bout shot tests for units within six of the general, and then subtract one from wound rolls for attacks made with melee web it's, so that's kind of That's crud. just
0: against his, his art, Revenant But it? isn't
3: there artifacts in that army that allow you to get bonuses to charge? I could be wrong No, Walsinger Wasing,
0: is the, the, the commander no, he doesn't have, that. Right. He doesn't but have the re, that
1: But the Revenant gives you reroll charges doesn't he? Or oh, plus one to charge
0: oh, no, I can't remember. The Revenant, no, the Revenant um he gives an extra attack to going off on us.
3: It's unusual to see people go balls deep on a nine-inch charge, so I don't know if there's something there. I'll need to look well, at he's, it. Well, he's bit.
0: got the he's got the swarm that gives you bonuses to charge. Ah, right, spell. okay, the swarm. Right, so he's got that on. in there, and then yeah. I've not got it open, but I re- I noticed he had he had a uh, yeah. So he's that's it's a, a seven, isn't Steve it?
3: And the jewel of withering.
0: No, the jewel of withering is isn't. Hmm. I've not got my thing with me, but yeah, he's um he, the the. the, four the I, think what? I, I mean, it'll do all right. Definitely, I think yeah, A, six and, a, do nine. a and what spells has he got? Has he got the healing spell? So he yeah, can he's got always... regrowth. He's got
3: um throw the vines, and he in fact that's it. He's yeah. got two branch wraiths and an arch revenant. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's hundred and forty wounds and a a, yeah. um, a Sylvaneth army. It's it's going to be good. Quite high, yeah. Uh... Another mention is David Jack, I played against this list oh, uh, I did. a couple of weeks ago.
0: Rip me apart.
3: I took it for granted that um, I had a bit of an advantage in the game that we played. I got a bit sloppy and let him find a couple of angles, and one thing I've noticed when you play against David is that he'll find those angles, like he'll find the little nooks and crannies. Like You can tell that he's been playing with his ballistas for quite a while. Um... But yeah, like the the damage output in the shooting, it's unset. It's unsettling to be on the other side of. It's weird. I don't. I don't particularly enjoy full shooting armies in Age of Sigmar. It's weird. Like if all the army because does he can is do it
0: shoot, it can do it yeah. in the hero phase. and he the, the hero shooting
3: phase, phase is likes being shot at. No, but it's right. It's hard to explain. See, if you've got a unit that fires its shots and it's done in three minutes, then that's that's cool. But when it's a twenty-minute shooting phase where you've got four different ballistas and you've got to pick your targets and your order and stuff. It's unsettling how, like, the person controlling it is going to see what they're doing before the other person, in most cases. It's it's really, really strong. So it's like two units of five Judicators as well. So if he puts his stuff in the sky, then puts his Judicators on the ground, the Judicators can start, like, shooting at stuff in the hero phase um, before he drops his stuff out of the sky. So you can even, like, pick away... Uh, screens. He when he when I played against him he ended up on a bit of commanding as well. So he had three command points turn one. So commanding's
1: amazing for it
3: was really um, really good. For anvils. Yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna do well. It's your standard sort of anvils setup with the nine raptors, but then he's cut corners where you would normally take Evocators or some sort of combat unit and take him four ballistas. Yeah
1: this is so I, I helped. I'm partially responsible for this list. It's
3: gonna I, it's gonna do well but I, I think...
1: helped, him. I helped he, he messaged me about he had a similar list and I helped him to well make it filthy. After
3: I see round one draw, I'll know whether or not he's going 3 3-0 because I think game going to. He, one could, do, he could easily go
1: three zero. Yeah, uh,
3: ga- game one's going to be hard. Battle for the pass is going to be hard uh, because the the armies are set up so far away.
1: I think. Um, I th- yeah, I think game one he could do well though because you think about it, he can shoot off the other heroes quite easily.
3: Potentially, yeah. It's it's whether or not he can he can get on the objectives himself as well, though. Yeah. So, like when the game that I played him, the the heroes were all pretty far back. Other than it's his Aziros that just kind of ran behind my <laughs> enemy lines, it's, It was weird. I'd never seen it before, but yeah, it was good. He's going to do well. Ian Spinks coming make me really happy, and his list has some real teeth. Spelt T E E F. It's, yeah, it's it's nice a game. really nice it's a play really play. really cool list. Um, so the Icebone Warclan, have you looked at that yet, Stu? In Bone Splitters? No. The lab, the, the, take a look at it. It's uh, it's got some real cool tech, where you can. Um,
1: Adam Martin's taking the same thing. I think it's the all are. Thomas as well. Called, yeah. Taking
3: Icebone. I think it's the one that kind of leaps out at you the most. I think that if you're picking up Bone Splitters and you're just looking for a well-rounded. Um, allegiance to go then the that one gives you the the sort of most choice right off the bat because you're not forced into taking a specific command trait as well because it's um an ice bone maniac weird knob general must have this command trait so if you don't make a maniac weird knob your general you can take any of the generic ones which is really cool um but the the cool sort of tech that it's got in it is a command ability called freeze and run so uh, you can use this command ability at the end of a combat phase. If you do so, pick one friendly Icebone Boar Boys unit that's within three inches of an enemy unit and totally within 18 of the Icebone Hero. That Icebone Boar Boys unit can retreat in addition until your next charge phase, subtract two from charge rolls for enemy units that were within three of the Icebone Boar Boys before it retreated. So you can, like, charge stuff and then retreat out of combat and kind of pin them back. And those Boar Boys have the potential to be moving, like, 20-something inches, I think. Like, I think you double their movement and they move... Do they move 12 now? So if you double their move with the spell, it's a 24-inch move. If you cast on a double, it's a 36-inch move. So you can, like, go from one end of the table, charge a unit, and then retreat to the other end of the table. I think...
1: i have not... I've got, obviously, I've got the War Clans book because I'm an Android player, but I haven't really looked too deeply at the War Clans stuff yet, but what's maybe disappointing for me, I think, is that all three of the lists coming are all uh, the Iceborne. The other ones are really good. They should be, yeah, because certainly from Android's point of view, it's actually quite difficult to decide if you're going to take a War clan or not straight away, and there's definitely Even
3: the... Icebone's just the most apparent because its normal ability is any sixes to wound cause rend, and the army does lack rend.
1: So right, right. I think bat, I think that's the ability to allow you to choose any command trait you want as well. That's also... good as well. Yeah,
3: yeah. but like Dragfoot has nothing can have ethereal against Dragfoot. Yeah, that's and, great. Um, you don't get your after saves against them as well uh shut down the magic, you get to add plus one ton binding rolls for a unit with 20 more models that like you can like use your units to dispel spells, Dr- I mean, spells. I mean, There's
1: gonna be a really good uh, team list in Drakefoot, I would have thought. Oh yeah.
3: And even sure. Bone Grins, I think a smart player can do some cool stuff with Bone Grins as well, because if you're with if any enemy models are within 12 inches of a bone Grins unit, they have to charge them. So you you don't get the choice. If you go within 12 inches, you have to charge that unit.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm I'm disappointed that there's not more Androids. There's only Johnny coming because we've had so many Iron George players in the Scottish scene before. It seems a bit of a shame because I'm really keen to see how the new books They'll new be book. back. Yeah, I'm keen to see the new book works, how it does, from my Androids and Bone Splits point of view. And obviously, Big
2: Water.
3: I've only got two other lists I wanted to, to point out. Liam's list's unchanged, um, but it's seriously good. Slaughter Troop, uh, 60 Sisters of Slaughter. It's really good. Um, and then this one I wanted to pick because I'm gonna have a word with him on ne- uh, next Saturday um I don't think it's particularly strong. I just think that it's insane like it's gonna depending on the matchups it's just gonna it's gonna tear people's face off but it's um uh, an arch warlock, a gray Seer. that's it for heroes and a scaven army stupid <laughs> it's so daft uh three units of 20 clan rats forty monks, forty monks, nine storm fiends. Right, so the nine storm fiends and the 40 monks is great. What a combo! Who would think of that? Nothing, nobody but a genius. (laughs) Uh, But only taking two heroes in an army where, like, the the, you build the list with two warlocks because you need that redundancy because the storm fiends do jack without them. Um, but it's still going to tear the face off of some people. Like, that's a scary amount of damage in a list. So, Uh, whose list's that? that's That's Phil McGuinness. Sorry. Uh, okay.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we had our. Uh, can I remember the stats? So there's six Skaven players coming. Uh, there were some like three hundred clan rats Stormfiends. 26 Twenty-six well, or Was thirty-six even? There was can
3: less. I... There was less clan rats than monks. I think.
1: Just because everybody
3: the... that took clan rats <laughs> took units of twenty.
1: Give me two ticks. I'll find the actual uh, stats. For, uh, I'm gonna
3: go out on a limb and say it was two hundred and eighty clan rats and three hundred and sixty plague monks and twenty-six storm fiends. If I'm right, I get your okay. game. Yeah, and if no, you're wrong, you get clanrats.
0: Right.
1: Two hundred and eighty plague monks, ah, thirty-three really
3: storm fiends. Thirty-three storm fiends? <laughs>
1: yeah. But there was also six Stormcast players, but with wildly different lists. But there were sixty liberators and sixty judicators Sixty ju- judica- six judicators was definitely a surprise.
0: And me. how many adjudicators are in Kev's list? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, guess, I, guess not, <laughs> I refuse I to. Think pick list. So... <laughs> Kev's I, think,
3: uh, I think it's the I think. I think all the scaven lists are different, though. Like I mean, the, you can see that they move towards storm fiends as the shooting unit. But I
1: think, isn't I think John Bayliss is the only one who's not got? He's not my like shooting four, unit,
3: other than thanks. Yeah.
1: Um. There was a lot of storm fiends kicking around. They're all slightly different, but they've all got the same. Act- they're all built under the same understanding.
3: Yeah. So some of them don't have the Soul Screen Bridge. Some of them do. Uh, some of them have monks with the storm fiends. Some of them don't. Uh, oh, some so of them. When, have...
0: when Arkan dispels it. Get that. Not, Get that. Not.
3: But then he's <laughs> in range to then gets face shot off by wind
0: launchers oh my my arm is just gonna fall apart they, they it's no fun playing against these bloody rats anybody <sighs> who takes rats is a bad man
3: if i play and you do... i'm just shooting there in the face term i've i've already decided i'm not I'm, going no, to I, engage, I'm, so I'm going to get that kill point
0: no thing. I'm, I'm just not going to bring any of my things on <laughs> I, I, i'll just start the board with everything off and i'll just Goods. sit there Goods. and i'll refuse to roll the dice and then yeah. after after the, that's only game one. I have it has to go two games before I get a penalty, so it's a draw <laughs> game one. I'll play with a dice <laughs> app and refuse to roll a dice.
1: So uh, what I think's worth talking about is that obviously we had six Skaven and there's lots. There's thirty-three Stormfiends, and I think a lot of people have taken their Stormfiends because they're worried about Slanesh.
3: There's only one Slanesh player. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's a the,
0: of, the Orkney meta defining the Scottish scene. Yet, yeah. Yeah. Right? So, so Spadge bring his yeah. Fifty percent of Arcadians attending are. Uh, are taking slanesh
2: yeah
1: <laughs> so, so going to be that's going to be really I mean obviously I think lee is decided that he's going to give someone else a chance and he's taken a, a he can't can
0: be caught he can't be caught he's already <laughs> won the Premiership. he's already won the premiership he's going for the champions league and now he's just he's just putting out the kids he's going with he's going with the, the b team and letting him, him if gets Adam. Adam.
1: I bet I bet he gets drawn against I had a 4-0 Record against him last season. He's not. He's not beaten me for over two for like
3: three years. So he's still he's, the most winningest player in Age of Sigmar. He's, he's still no, the most winningest. He's the most winningest player. I worked. at to, work today. He's Winning actually a, won the most tournaments in Age of Winning it both hundred. <laughs> well, you, you're the close second. I, th- I think you guys are tied.
0: <laughs> so where is he in the UK rankings, and why is he not at the top?
3: He doesn't leave Scotland. I think he's got. I think he's on a registered or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't play in any of those tournaments. <laughs> but If he did, if he did,
0: just saying, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. He is. So, Mike, talk us through the awards and who's going to win them. Oh shit! And for everyone you get correct, I'll buy you an Empire biscuit. Oh
1: fuck! How uh, can
0: like I get on in that? For a beer. Uh, okay. I'll take the Empire biscuits, too <laughs> No, no, you're not getting any.
1: A bit of shame taking I'm a bit. I'm a bit cause Paul Dadukar is taking a uh, MSU deepkin list on Sunday to so the practice day, and i a bit. I think it's a bit of a shame he's not bringing it to the on the the, the tournament because I think he'd do quite well with that. Um, it would be nice to have that variety.
3: A lot of us unpainted. He will um
1: Because I had that in my head, I forgot he was taking a scheme, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be a good shout, I could see him winning the tournament list like that." Um... But a so that was one of my dark horses' potential, but it wasn't really a dark horse because the horse would never been in the stable, let alone <laughs>
0: left the stable. <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 what are the awards? Start from the bottom and work your way up. Who's got the spoon, Mike? Uh, right, so the spoon, the dire wolf.
1: Uh, <laughs> is, is it triple mortar, perhaps? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's this?
3: I think it's going to be Kev.
1: Kev's going to ruin someone's day um, I, know, I know Ian can, Ruined my day if he plays me I think Ian came Spooned recently, I think His list made it, The lack of bodies in his list is going to cause some problems this Is his
3: army painted
1: yet? I think, to be fair, I think Lee is not taking a filthy list I think Lee's going to be a die wolf Oh really? So, Lee's, Lee's finishing last Lee, Lee <laughs> Martin. Yeah. He got beat by You're Scott. He serious. got beat by Scott at the club last <laughs> oh, week. Oh, yeah, I forgot Scott. about that. I
3: take it all yeah. back. He's not that <coughs> good
1: This is it. He hasn't taken a filthy army. First time he's not taken a tier one army for a long time, and he played Scott, and Scott beat him. I was amazed he brought it to the tournament. Will, I
0: thought you think young Will will beat him if he plays him? I, I, th- I think I think, I think. think Will's dad could beat him. Fair play. You really don't want this biscuit, do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we we're going with Lee for the spoon. Yep. like Okay. What other awards do we have? Let's uh, go through
1: them. Okay, so we've got the rabid dog, which is the most kill points. Um, and that's just going to be gross. No, no gross kill points. No net points this year. Um, I'm gone in for that, Mike. I because he's always got his eyes on this, and he's to the expense of his objective sometimes. David
0: Nemeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, gotta be. Yeah, he's going all out for the. I think that's
1: the that's the safe choice there for for Mister yeah. Nemeth.
0: Um,
1: then we've got uh, the cool cully for the coolest army. <coughs> so this is, this best is gonna, painted. So or is this so, just so, cool? I, so we've got uh so this is separate. So okay. we've got Best in Show for Best Army, which is the first, second, and third. So what that's going to be, I'll go around the, the room and pick up some armies to go, to get presented, and everyone can vote on them. Cool Collie, I'm just going to give them free reign. They can vote for whatever they want for the coolest army. Uh, but they can't vote for the, the same army for Best in Show and for coolest army. So basically, I'm saying, for Best of Painted Army, I'll nominate some for, for folk to vote on. But for coolest army... They can decide what the word "coolest" means in this context, and they can vote for whatever they want. Okay, sounds good. So it's kind of hard to predict that without yeah, seeing, um, without seeing them, yeah, yeah. Uh, same thing to an extent for best in the show. I mean, Michael Hans is coming. You'd be fool, you'd be a fool to bet <laughs> yeah. against him.
0: Yeah, he's,
1: uh, he's got it. Uh, Gary Marshall's army is always always also really nice.
0: So uh, Scotts, to be fair, Scotts uh, blister skin is quite nice looking. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, uh One of the, you know, I think a good shot for coolest army. Have you is,
0: painted uh, yours yet, Nathan?
1: Hey, I've got a paint the word for my army. I should have done the greatest
3: army. <laughs> you should have done the greatest army, yeah. The greatest, great, yeah. that's what it
0: is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh Here's my bet. I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a vote for coolest army. I'm going to go Grant Fraser.
0: Yeah, it's nice army that. Yeah, I like yeah. his army. It looks good. Um, best.
1: There's also loads of armies coming that I've not seen. There's a few players I don't know who have not seen their armies, so... But if I had to... I'm not going to bet against Hans for Hans Solo for winning it again. No. Um, It'd be daft not to. Yeah. Uh, And then we've got uh, Best Sports. The Good Doggy. I'm going to go with yourself, Stuart.
0: (laughs) What, with the triple mortar? Yeah,
1: because you're going to get your ass handed to you several times over the weekend. So, But you'll take it with good grace.
0: And... I will do it. I'm all there uh, for the fun. Uh, I, I'm going to try and get Curse of Years off every game against the the biggest the biggest unit they've got. And it'll never work. Because it's shit.
3: I've been Curse of Years on telly. It never works, but it happened to me when I was on the <laughs>
1: telly. Ah. Uh. Oh. Uh, and then we've got, obviously, the, the kind of best in General Alliance, but I can't really be bothered to talk about those. No. Um, Alpha Dog, the winner. It's very, very difficult to predict on a one-day tournament because you just don't know what's going to happen.
0: I think it'll be Andy. I think, I think Andy it's going to be difficult again. to beat those Fire Slayers. To, I... take, to take a 1,000 points off that list. Exactly. 600 so points difficult.
3: and 520 inside of two units.
0: Yeah, it's so difficult to take the points off that. But I'm going to go, because he's a jammy
1: bastard, he seems to get some good draws. And he's also a good player. He's also got the new filth I'm St. John Craig.
2: Mm.
3: I'll need to read and see what his list does now.
1: He's got a hella heart list. but lots of a lot going on.
3: It's got all the plaster cast, shenanigans, yeah. doesn't it? It's
1: got more, it's got loads of mortal wounds. It's, I mean, the, the thing is, you it's very you, you can't pick for one day tournament because it's you just don't know because you don't even have to have that good list to win three in a one day tournament. You just have to good matchups. So it's kind of a fool's errand. There's a, anyone from about ten to fifteen players I think could win it. Don't know what you guys think.
3: Yeah, I think there's quite a lot in there. It'd be easier to tell once you see the round one draw, but yeah, I think you can only really safely predict who's capable of winning three games on the trot. And well,
0: then maybe, it all maybe comes We down should to... come back to it in a second then. I think the reason I've gone for jokes, I'd like it'd
1: be nice to see someone who's not won a tournament yet win it.
0: And I think well, that, I I'm think... gonna I, I'm gonna shock everybody and win it with triple Mortar. <laughs> <laughs> if I win a tournament with triple Mortar, I deserve an Empire Biscuit.
1: I I will buy you and then my biscuit, if you and I'll you'd buy
0: try. you an Empire. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> an Empire army. I think yeah. the
1: British Empire is going cheap at this point, so you'd be right.
0: Well, there's yeah. no British Empire anymore. Um,
1: <laughs> who do you who do you guys get So John. John's done really well recently. He's podiumed with his Yeah. So I think it's his next goal is probably to win an event, I would have thought.
0: So yeah. before he give he a peaked, shot at this one. I don't know. He might have peaked. He might be on the slippery slope now. Oh yeah, he, he could
1: crash. I mean, he could crash and burn. And he could be crying by the game three. Don't get me wrong, but he could also win it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a lot of bodies to chew through. Um, I think if he if he gets past the objectives and sits on them, it's going to be difficult to to get through. I I just can't look past Andy. I, I, I just can't. He's it's just... it's not that tall. You could see over him, honestly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but he does pose a, a sort of scary presence in his power pose. Yeah. Like, even when he was, was on the bottom tables at Warhammer World with his KO, still like power stancing up on the table, you just can't deny the power.
1: I yeah. mean, Andy, I mean, he, he came out, he hadn't played for like a year, and he turned up the last tournament with an army he'd never played before. <laughs>
3: his borrowed army. <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: he's he's in, he's in the group who could win it without any shadow of a doubt it depends um, on
0: his first game um,
1: Liam could win it he could, he could cap his year yeah. starting and ending with a win he could easily win it with that list Nathan could win it with that list there is the one thing about what this three games and five games is such a different thing because five games you've got to really keep at it whereas three games you can have a nice day you can have a nice yeah. day of draws and get away with it so we'll see
3: especially when secondaries give you so many points. The easier your games, the, to the higher the you're going to place.
0: I'm going to read yeah. them before the day. It because it'd be quite interesting
3: day. to look at the strength of schedule in the top 5 to be honest. Yeah. At, on a 3-day a 3-day 3-game uh, tournament, sorry.
1: It's, it's it's the reason why you never try and make one-day tournaments the most competitive thing because they're not. Yeah. They're not. So you, you try so my, my my goal is always trying to make it a fun fun day for everyone but also keep it competitive enough so so we'll see.
0: Should be a good day. I think it will be a really good day. I think it will. It will. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Okay. Right then. So here is with the draw. To, is that
1: time to go? Is that time to finish? Is it?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's been a quick one actually. So, I mean, we could call it there and stop and try and go do, live, it. but it'll all go wrong. I'm into yeah. my. I don't know how many glasses of this stuff I've had now, and well, I, I was just going to say I need another
3: glass. So I wouldn't okay. mind stopping there if you want.
0: Well, do you want to have a little pause,
1: dramatic, draw dramatic pause? And
0: yeah, we, I, we, see,
1: I, I topped up when you were worrying about something else earlier. So
0: yeah, well, why don't we? Um, we will, we'll edit. I'll actually do an edit. Um, Fuck off, Mike. You?
1: Mike, you you frequently say I'm going to edit this out. And then no, no, the... Listen, it
0: is it a question. Says it in every episode. So, what 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 segue piece of music should we put on whilst people urinate and pour drinks? Uh.
1: Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon. Is that real? Yes. Okay. You've never heard Werewolves of London.
0: I don't. know I've never heard it either. I've never. Heard I'm not it. as it old as you were. guys. I may have heard the music. Anyway, I shall. I shall dig that out, and um, and we'll splice it in at this point.
2: A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand walking through the streets of Soho in the rain he was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fox gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein Ah-hoo. A gent who ran a in Kent Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair You better stay away from him He'll rip your lungs out, Jim I'd like to meet his tailor Ah, werewolves of London I saw Long Cheney walking with the Queen, doing the werewolves of London. I saw Long Cheney Jr. walking with the Queen, doing the werewolves of London. I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic.
0: So we're back. Um, I hope you enjoyed that that piece of culture from from who was it again? Mike Warren
1: Zevon, Warren Zevon. If you don't know Warren Zevon, you should um, fix yourselves.
0: Yeah, I I think everybody agrees that it was a quality piece of music. Um, <laughs> and now we're uh we're we're going into the draw. So so what we're going to ask is that anybody who listens this far. Thank you for bearing with us. We're not going to tell you when in the episode it was, so hopefully you've, uh, you've you've listened your way here. Don't tell your opponents, don't tell anybody what the results are. Make them find it themselves. Let them earn it. So, so thank you very much and and thank you Mike for announcing it here. So,
1: yeah, I tried so I tried to do a I tried to do a secret TTTO draw today and then completely forgot. that Obviously everyone gets pinged a notification. So that didn't work. So, yeah. so I did three of those just to really put the camera amongst the pigeon, so people had no <laughs> idea what was going on. That was entirely calculated. Um, <laughs> funnily enough. <laughs> so two of the hosts' podcast got people who came up in those drawers. Oh. I did a completely separate draw outside of TTO but yet two of the hosts of podcast get drawers that were given in one of those three. So they'll know, they'll know who those three might be. Um, but otherwise, I um, drew it randomly, but within the groupings i would made on TCO to try and make sure that people who played quite a lot together weren't playing first game, or they weren't playing family members, weren't playing each other. So I think we've got three father and sons coming. We've got the Marshalls, we've got the Pollocks, we've got the Martins. And we've got two brothers as well. So this is like a family-friendly event, guys.
0: I yeah. know and, and a husband and wife. Wow. So all sectors are catered for. Yeah,
1: you know, and and we've got Nathan and Liam as well. That's a special yeah. friendship.
2: I love yeah,
0: Liam. it's like the special relationship between um Trump and Boris, really. It is, it? yeah. Which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely Trump. Come on.
2: Um... Um, it's, 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 getting
0: to, it's getting to something where Trump's actually seen it's as actually a better, better human being than somebody else. <laughs> His yeah. so bad. Anyway, we're, we're not political on this podcast. Anyway, so, um,
1: do you want me to do the draw
0: Yes, do it,
1: do it. Okay, so, I'm going to start, there's a couple of grudges to start with. Oh. Uh, the first grudge, uh, this player was the most inept person at throwing down a grudge I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I think I had to make him do it five times before he offered a grudge that was acceptable to being allowed into a tournament.
3: And then he plagiarized it?
1: He did. So, this is Mr. Craig Graham. Oh, Craig. And he has grudged Mr. Michael Hens. Oh. So, they already know they're playing together, and uh, it's going to be a quite a wet affair with not very many <laughs> grudges going on at all because <laughs> it's very poor um now two people who do know how to grudge is mr john harper and also uh absent for a long time for the tournament scene uh, a regular in eighth edition has been at a couple of ARS tournaments uh, uh one of the last kings mr rich Payne. welcome back rich
3: <laughs> yeah so John Harper, Rich to see table, hard last... turn side of a turn. Yeah, John's got his edge saw... and
0: uh, Rich is pushing a um, base claw around. Last time I saw Rich, he, he he came, won a tournament, and left, and we didn't hear from him again for a long time. So he's he's another one who just steps in, wins a tournament, and then <laughs> bows. He's, and he's, had, he's had
1: a lot of real life stuff going on, so uh, I can I imagine. He's... Um, so he's yeah, back but, no, he's good. for a fun. limited time only probably but it's it's great to have him back um, and then we have a, a a tournament virgin who's never been before so let's welcome Mr. Alan Mandelson uh, and being the generous TO and host I am, I wanted to make sure uh, a new player had uh, a nice easy win for their first ever tournament experience <laughs>
0: so he's playing Mr. Scott Smith <laughs> No, oh, good, good. That's the highest table Scott's going on this. But uh, then
3: that poor sod's going to think that every tournament game doesn't last more than two or three turns.
0: Uh, yeah. No, just gonna fast.
1: Hands up. This was I I, I organised this draw because it's a new player and I knew there's a lot of filth going around. I just wanted to make sure he had a good experience in his first game. And we know Scott's a good lad. And he's a good. He's a good he's member quite a of the community. Good...
0: So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And Alan's got quite a good list actually. He does. Was, uh, yeah, absolutely. Has he got the the Dark fray, is it called the... Yeah, I think so, yeah. So um Um, um yeah. so, I, I um, almost picked it as one of my favourite ones, but I didn't quite know what it did.
1: <laughs> so those are my three uh well two grudges and one arranged match, just because I was being a nice T O and that's the kind of a guy I am. Um that way. Uh if Scott wins the tournament you can have a word with me afterwards, but we all know yeah. that's not gonna happen. <laughs> you've yeah, got to imagine uh, so now we've got to the actual draw itself the first name out of the hat was Mr. Stuart West oh there you go now Stu oh
0: no what, what don't do you want to me? be playing against Andy <laughs> <laughs> is that is that
1: okay um what, which of the guys here wouldn't you want? Don't you really? You don't want to play?
0: The, which of the guys here?
1: You, you mean Nathan? Come to the tournament. All
0: <laughs> oh, right. Okay. uh ugh, I don't know. I'll beat anyone. It's okay, except Andy. <laughs> so you'll say you, you beat any of the guys coming to the tournament? Uh, no probably, Possibly not with this list. Anyway. Well, we're not going to find out
1: because you're playing Cat.
0: Oh. No. I've never played Cat before.
1: Um, so, you're playing a solo female representative.
0: Daughters of On herself. Ah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll show her how to do it.
1: What role Hag now saves?
0: Yeah. Five plus. <laughs> this is how you do it. Use these orange dice. Let's this move This is on. how you win.
1: So, uh, the next one we have Mr. Phil McGuinness and his uh, inept scaven list, as said by Mr. Nathan Watson. And he is playing the uh, Cow King himself. Ooh. Mr Andrew Stephen Moo mm. And then we have uh, A newbie to the Scottish tournament scene But not a newbie to the tournament scene itself We have the monster hunter himself Mr Ian Spink
0: Ooh, He's coming to get some
1: And Some he's going to get indeed Because he's playing Mr Liam Watt
3: Liam is going to be over the moon They played at Facehammer didn't they
1: did he play Ian? No, he I played. Think. He played Dan. I'm not sure if he played him or not. Oh, did he?
3: was it? I thought. I thought he played. He played against some of these bone splitters. I thought it was. Maybe, he, was did. Maybe yeah.
1: he did. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Yeah. But no, that'll be a good game. Yeah, that's that was. that came up, I was like, "That's a great draw. It's nice to see that. Nice to have a big juicy um round one draw." And then we have so Ian with his bone splitters and Liam with his dock. and then we've got uh, Chris White. Uh, with his Stormcast um, Skyborn Slayers. So he's head out for a few tournaments now, so he knows, knows what he's doing with them. And this is a nice match as well. He's playing Mr. Sean McEckney and the, mm-hmm. the big ass dragon.
3: <laughs> oh, nice. I wonder if the Stormcast will get it.
1: Yeah, can can all those uh, paladins take
0: down a dragon? Oh, Probably surely. He's got, he's got a load of what, them monster hunters. He's got monster. the monster hunter ones, yeah, yeah the protectors. He's got ten of them, I think, yeah. yeah.
1: And then we have. Uh, uh, the true agent of change, Mr. Gary Stephen, uh, with a really quite cool... Um, uh, it's the Flamer list, isn't it? The Flamer list, yeah. And he's playing the, as predicted by me, coolest army, Mr. Grant Fraser. Oh. That could be a cool game. Lots of magic kicking yeah. around in that one. He's got uh, Grant's got the Grand Convocation in the Stormcarts okay. list. Um, oh, there's another juicy one coming up. Mr. John Bayless. Is going to be playing Mr. Ross Joyce.
3: Ooh. that's that Ross... a good game. Ross has got Tyrants so of Blood, four blood yeah. clusters.
1: That's a corn. Uh, no, it's not corn off. It's a Skaven. Skaven. Mm. The only downside for Ross is that John knows exactly how Ross's list works, and Ross yeah. has
3: never played a game with it. That's <laughs> <totally> true. <laughs> and he's Ross. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll see you game two, Ross.
3: Just if we can get him to play the right mission, that'd be a good
0: start.
1: Yeah, that would be a good start. Yeah. Um, then we've got uh, my dark horse for the alpha dog is John Craig. And he is playing John Connolly. Oh, Skaven. Skaven. Six Giselles, six Stormfiends. Yep. Yeah. Now, John's going to outdrop him because so he'll be able to get his buffs and his spells off, but we'll see how that works out for him. Ooh! And this is a uh, a rematch from round one from Howling last year. Does this all go well for Mr. Andy Curry, who's going to be playing Kevlo?
3: <laughs> oh, fuck, it's the same oh, again. Kev. It's on the, the shit list again.
1: On the, on the plus <laughs> side, Kev can't fall over and kill kill eight uh, evocators and some self enough wood this I time. Thought,
3: yeah, that's what it was. He had his evocators last turn, didn't he? It so was.
1: it's Kevin is a uh, shootcast versus Andy and uh, Gotrek. And friends. Uh I think that's probably gonna be a bit rough for Kev, but um Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> uh ooh, this is nice. And then we've got uh a Dark Fantastic Marshall himself playing against the young pretender, Will Pollock.
3: Oh. That'll be a good game.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah I, like that. I like I well, Will's played his son enough times. Yeah. yeah. There's lot, there's plenty of back chat going between Will and Dan on the. Yeah, uh, there's a bit of smack. smack. They're playing each other the night before, aren't they? They yeah. are,
1: yeah. So we could get a double marshal.
0: Yeah, he could take both both scalps.
1: There you go, Will. That's your objective for the weekend a
0: brace of marshal skulls.
1: Yeah. A mix of marshals. And then we have uh, Mr. Phil King, and he's got the Guard Cities of Sigmar Army, uh, which I have no idea what it does. But um, one man here is going to find out is Mr. Nathan Watson. Oh, God.
3: Yeah, you, so love you love
0: soup. You love soup.
3: That'll be an interesting morning.
0: Oh, come on. It's, not it's up his, up.
3: his list isn't really soup. I had a look at it. I You're the voice
0: Hoverty. of hobby. You're the voice of the hobby. I'm the voice of hobby?
3: I can't even paint some... my fucking army. What do you mean I'm the voice of hobby? He's
1: the, he's the voice of misery is what he is.
0: I yes. am. Oh, having a child's turned you into a right Mr He. Yeah. Right that. that's off. what that's what lack of sleep does to you. Yeah, no, We did one. Here,
3: he slept for nine hours
0: last night. Fuck off! Oh, oh, yep, oh, dude, that that's I'm the first it. time. Nine fuck hours. It. He's lulling yeah. you in so that when you have the second one, it can fuck you. And then I don't it. think. <laughs> I don't think
1: Ada slept for nine hours until she was two. No,
0: <laughs> no. We, we woke up
3: to check he was still breathing like four times. <laughs> like, why are you not waking up?
1: But yeah,
3: I'll be well rested, obviously, for this. Cities of Sigma.
0: Pish. Oh come on! You're with... Who's Phil? Oh, his his list his list actually
3: looks quite cool. It's it's all dark elves. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 He's got yeah. two two of the, the dark. The Alpha Guard's very much in the Dark Elf city, isn't it? Um, oh God!
3: Yeah. yeah, two dragons on Lean. a hero mission.
0: I liked it. Who's Phil anyway? I don't think I've met Phil ever.
1: Is he not related to Paul? I'm not sure, I, I don't know I've not met, he's, been, he's played at a few tournaments but I don't think I've I met him
3: I have a funny feeling it's Paul's brother-in-law or something excuse Possibly. me if I'm like massively, yeah, no, I, I think, think he, might he be right. yeah, yeah.
0: I think
1: you're right, yeah, yeah, that's right
0: mm. um, anyway unlucky for some, oh, oh it's table 13 and it's uh, Nathan well, are, you, it it, it, are <laughs> you writing this down? That's good. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, I'm that's writing it down yeah.
1: number. so anyway, we have the next man is a man who's. who's uh, his spirit has been broken. His spirits have been broken. Oh, here he is. And he's accepted filth into his life, Mr. Stephen Ramage. I hope he gets against, uh, against Night Arn. I hope he's and up I, against uh, Paul I, I really I feel bad for Ian Hunter, who has to
0: play him.
3: Oh, uh, no. no. <laughs> thirty Ian. I think he can do it
0: he though. <laughs> one character. Although, what's he got? Double Bell and... Yeah, feel, feel all the spells. Death Frenzy, yeah. Oh, my so, God. So,
1: uh, two lovely gents. Um, one man is... I've got a horrible list and one man deserves to win. Yeah. Oh, well. And next up, we've got a David-off. Not a David Hasseloff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's made my night. Don't edit this out.
2: We've got,
1: uh, we've got uh, David Jackoff uh, David Jack playing David Nemeth.
3: David Nemeth.
1: That's Corde versus... I would suggest that is not that's probably not a game that Mister Nemeth is going to enjoy that much. He could be oh. to...
3: all his all his red stuff's going to die. It, it is.
1: We playing this time? It's gone Whenever, whenever I had my my uh, my anvils of heldenamelist, I've always wanted to play against and I've never played against it. And I just feel I think
0: David could just shoot Mister Nemeth off. Yeah, he's got a lot of heroes, Nemeth, but they're all squishy.
1: Yeah, we'll see though. We'll see.
0: Yeah. I'll... Oh well stop. Casts are well, not that resilient, are they? They're not mortarks. The thing is Miss
1: uh, Nemeth <laughs> Miss Nemeth's gonna be going first. So, <laughs> score points. I mean you'd think he'd go points first. Points mean prizes. But then if if Dave, Mr. Jack gets a double turn, then it's probably game over. Yeah. Yeah, we'll
0: see. We'll see.
1: So we have the uh objectively the best player coming, the best list coming is um, the uh, big War himself Mr. Johnny Ford playing Mr. Graham Davison
0: Oh, oh, there's new he death yeah, yeah, I think that's His quite first cool outing, isn't That's, that's going to be a punch him up, isn't it? Yeah,
1: that's going to be a good game, I think Is I'm Johnny good sure. yeah, he's
0: yeah. got Rodrick?
1: Yeah, he got
3: and
1: the big War. <laughs> yeah so, Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd maybe slightly favor the Johnny in that one, but yeah We'll see.
3: Godrak in your face, turn one. Yeah,
0: yeah but Godrak sitting on an objective, you can ignore him, I suppose.
3: Oh you don't put him in the objective. Well
0: uh, maybe no.
1: The next one's quite a juicy one as well. We've got uh, the bazooka Daduka the himself. Oh, oh the
0: the man, the legend
1: playing uh, Mr Adam Martin. That's scaven versus bone
3: Ooh. That's a that's a tough one to call. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Definitely. Although Paul has a deceiver. I don't know if uh, Adam's actually got any shooters. I've not looked at his
1: list. I don't think he does. He's got pigs, yeah. hasn't he? Let me double check.
3: He's got a unit of twenty pigs, which is weird, but they've got those, they've got the two inch reach stickers. But I think yeah. there's like a way you can get them up to like a two plus save or something. Yeah, something
1: like, like that. He was, he was he was he's he was talking about that in the practice stage chat. There's lots of things you can do with it. How
0: mm-hmm. many storm fiends does Deduka have though? Nine. Nine.
1: <laughs> <But> <laughs> there's no the picks that, left. <laughs> the one thing that Deduka doesn't have because he doesn't approve it, which he might regret in this matchup, he doesn't have death frenzy. Mm.
3: He doesn't have death frenzy.
1: No, he doesn't like it. But
3: he has monks. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's a curious thing right. for a skaven
0: player to take a stand. But you know. right. He's fighting left handed. He's okay. Yeah.
3: He's one guy that probably could fight left handed and be yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. Still get through it. Still get through us all. <laughs> uh,
1: on the next team, we've got some really quite pleasing symmetry. We've got uh, Mr. Dan Marshall playing Gary Pollock. Oh, that is hilarious.
3: Oh, man. My really? dad will beat your dad at Warhammer. <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it was it Northern was it Northern Invasion where there was a dad off? I think Gary and uh, Gary and Gary played each other. Did Gary win? Uh Gary definitely won, yeah. Good. Uh, so um that's gonna be that's uh, quite cool. That that both the
0: sons are playing the fathers. <laughs> I, I could beat your dad up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I smashed so, your dad. I smashed your dad and now we're fighting each other. They're both gonna beat the other one's dad and then fight each other game two. And then one of them's going to go top table game three. It's going to be great.
1: That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I am fixing that drawer right now. That drawer is getting... Wait, what? Um. Anyway, three to go. Next, we've got Spadge, Mr. Linden Tickler.
0: Oh, here he is. And
1: he's going oh, to be playing oh, he Jack
0: Carruthers. Oh, Stormcast.
1: Yes, he does. What has he got again? He's got the...
0: He's got uh, I, I, less doesn't he? Yeah, I
1: yeah. played
0: against him at the um, at the renegade thing. Yeah, you know, I don't think he's like got like much
1: shooting. So this no. spadge just got half an idea of what he's doing. I think that's going to be very difficult for Jack.
0: I think it is because Stormcast heroes aren't known for the resilience,
1: and you can't really attack. I know, what's Spadge's list again?
0: How many he's got? He's got a keeper, he's and he's got, got the he's he's only got he's got one keeper. One keeper, and then he's got the big shalaxy thing. Is it called Shalaxis? Silsk Silsk I don't Silesk. Silesk. Yeah, one it is. Mm. It's another Kipper, it's the named Kipper, isn't it?
1: Oh, oh right, okay. He's got So he's uh, got
0: double Kipper. Oh uh, yeah, Shalaxia,
1: yeah. Double, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be very difficult for Jack. I mean he's got four full liters, I think, so you know, if he gets a good shooting base of them, he could I think he's he's needing as so many p- opponents slash do, I think he needs a, a one being rolled in a locus to, yeah. to to have a chance in that game. I may be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because no one likes Snish.
0: Yeah, like but everyone likes Spadge though. Yeah, we like Spadge, but yeah. he's taking Snish, so he's, he's not doing different. Father of of the father of puppies is taking weird sex puppies to a tournament. So,
1: speaking of which, so he qualified for the Masters last year. Where is he? Is he, got, is he in the mix this year?
0: I think he has to win. <laughs> Does he? If he wins, I think he's in.
1: <laughs> if he, if he wins player, the event, he's in. He's mm. the only flesh player, so he's given himself a great chance.
0: If John if Johnny
3: finishes in like the top five, no, I think maybe even less than that, the top eight, I think he qualifies.
0: Right, shut up because that means he overtakes me probably. Now, no. No, he wouldn't I'm overtake gonna, you. Well I've got i have I've gotta come thirteenth or higher to improve my standing. And with three more tax, if I come thirteenth or higher, I want more than one empire biscuit.
1: <laughs> right, I'm just I'm just trying to find the rankings. I know there's two more tables to go, but let's just call it's it a okay. dramatic this just called okay. This is
0: this is a dramatic pause to find out if we're going to have uh, double Orkney again at the the Masters.
1: It's important. I think it's important to the, the DNA of this podcast. I think right, so. it's not showing up. It's not showing me it.
0: My WhatsApp search is not going very well.
1: Where's mm-hmm. Scott when you need him?
0: Uh, he's messaging, asking how the podcast's going.
1: Tell him to send us the rankings. <laughs> Scott, I think I've can
3: got you to... dial in?
1: Yeah, it's not my messages. And... Uh, this might be the Six
3: Nations one, but...
0: That's not good enough.
3: What's spadge's actual name? Lyndon? Lyndon.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's 20 this is live.
3: on the purple one. 149.63. Has he been to an event down south? No. In an international event? No. So he's got he's got 149 points.
1: And what's his lowest score? Uh, it was pretty low.
3: Yeah, th- if that's uh, three events it will be.
0: Um I don't know it's not in this WhatsApp group.
1: So he's got he's got a swigger too.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he I think he's in the was, 20s. Yeah, he's in the 20s. Um if there's one or two people who don't go who qualify and he gets I don't know. Top five. I think he's probably so he'll probably overtake me and bump me out. Now that but... would
1: be. I think we'd all like to see that.
0: Yeah, if I'll sell him. Spadge, my... you could
1: do that. You get your empire biscuit, mate. I'll
0: Johnny, him... I'll sell him my room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's stupid, right there, so
3: Johnny gets in. It'll be funny because when he was asking permission to um go to the howling, he was round at my house visiting to see the baby with his wife and two kids. And uh, I was saying, like, if you, if you do well at the Howling, you'll qualify to the Masters. And I am like, shh, I've not, I've not said to her yet.
0: And uh, <laughs> he ended yeah, up If you do that. well at the Masters, you can go to Dublin. Oh, no, where is it? Belfast. Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> or to Luxembourg. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So
1: we've only got two tables left of four players. So we have Mr. Martin Swarfield Oh, with Gotrek and the Waves is a quite a brutal list i think
3: it is it what is do you think what do you think about his list nathan the Deep six more sar six more sar three more sar three more sar Gotrek, double soul or single soul single i think single, it was single uh, um it's good but if you take iron Rack, which unfortunately he hasn't put in his list um, so I guess he doesn't have any Enclave um, if he had Iron Rack then Gotrek would be able to benefit from all of the Allegiance abilities
1: this is where he's, he's screaming to the podcast going, shit, shit I forgot <laughs> to put it on
2: my list,
3: shit I actually meant to send you a message that's quite bad, I was looking at the lists uh, yesterday and noticed it, so that's my fault Um hey, his, yeah his, he, I, I assume he'll have Iron Rack here's um, what we
1: do, okay it's Friday night the podcasting up tonight. If he messages me by midday tomorrow, he
0: can change it.
3: Okay, I'll send him a WhatsApp just now.
1: No, but no, no. That means he's got to li- no, no. He's got to listen to the podcast. I'll tell him to
0: listen to the podcast. He said he's going to listen because he he messaged me on Twitter. Like he he tagged us on Twitter earlier saying he's got a weekend to it painting and he wants to listen to the podcast.
1: I think that's fair. If he's if he's committed to listen to the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's forgotten to put the enclave on future's in your hands here Martin it's your fault yeah. if you don't listen it is it's your fault th- I would I'm listen
1: gonna, if I were you
0: and, and who's he going to play round good. one with or yeah, without he's... his iron basket or whatever it is well
1: I mean you say round one he might get a turn or two he's going to play Mr. J.P. Gannis <gasps> if
3: he's lucky <laughs> right now that is a really interesting matchup because J.P.'s got the uh, Legion of Grief <laughs> yeah um, I think that given the fact Martin's kind of penned in turn one he's only got the one soul square so he's not got any flanking double uh, charges turn one Um, there's only saving grace is the fact that Gotrek can get on an objective and JP's gonna have to sacrifice a lot of stuff to get him off that's yeah. a close game I would like to watch that game
1: a lot of these games are going to be excited to watch Hmm. Um, I'm glad it's quite, be quite nice to be watching.
3: It's a shame it won't get past turn two, though.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's generous.
3: <laughs> nah, if he if he's got iron rack, then you can do some pretty good interesting things with Gotrek. He'll uh, turn one; he'll have cover. So as he runs onto that objective then turn Jesus one, Christ. he's going to have a, a two up save. Uh, turn two, he gets run in charge, so he's then going to be able to to leg it ten inches forward and then make a charge move. And turn three, he gets to fight first. So he gets to fight first, then fight again at the end of the combat phase. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's a Excellent. decent amount of synergy. And then the eels can all get buffed attacks from Volturnus in turn three as well. If they can get to turn three, if JP lets him get to turn three, then Martin can do a lot of damage.
1: I mean, I'm going to be standing next to JP the whole tournament, let's face it, with, <laughs> with my hand and my You'd watch. Love that. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, I I should really be standing next to Bayless at the same time. Um, because you know, obviously we don't, you know, we don't pick sides in this podcast.
0: No, no, never.
1: Um, so there is one more table to come, and do you guys? Can you guys think who it's going to be?
3: <laughs> no, I've lost track of who's. No. No
1: so we have. A former podcast host himself, Mr. James Chalmers.
0: Oh, yeah, Chalmers. Chalmers with the Rogue Idol. And the Splitters. Um, playing the uh,
1: ponytailed number one himself, Mr. Lee Martin.
3: Oh, holy. That'll be a good game. How did we forget?
1: Yeah, I think that's going to be a game as well. I think the Lee and his Tempest Eye versus the Ice uh, Cream and, and the Rogue Idol.
3: So, um, I,
0: I like that. This is some good matchups there. Mm. Can I swap? Uh, sure. Who do you want to swap right? with? You um, swap
3: with me. Who have you got? Cat. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, that's daughter's. No chance. <laughs> I want to swap with uh,
0: with Liam. I Just want take to take what you you've sport. got. Just take what you've got. Earn it. Earn the next match. Okay. I've just what, bought okay. some scenery dice. What How in
1: this, this round, in uh, place of arcane power, what would you have liked to have played against? I think?
3: just didn't want to play places of arcane power, but. Um, no, nah, I stand by that. I'd like to have played Ian Spink. I think that would be. Not because I think it would be a one sided game. Quite the opposite. I think it would be a really close game. The speed in those board boys is uh, really cool. Mm. And I've been writing. Splitters lists for a few days now, so <laughs> I'd like to pick his brain on a few things. I'm actually in a WhatsApp ch- chat with him, uh, and he's been talking about his list, it's really cool.
1: Nice, mm.
0: well, no, that was good. I'm looking forward to it. Um,
1: and yeah, now you've got, now you've got your roundwood drawers. How do you guys think about your chances?
0: I'm gonna have a look at the list now while you tell me about your chances.
1: Well, my chances are, are really quite poor.
0: No, no, I mean Nathan, sorry <laughs> oh, feeding ducks I right.
3: need to figure out what his army does first My phone's got 2% battery So I might not be able to figure oh, it out tonight But tomorrow I'm going to read the Cities of Sigmar book
0: I'm trying to find Cat I'm trying to find a list It's
3: the exact same as Liam's Is
0: it? Yeah But Is
1: with
3: I actually it. think it's the exact same as Liam's Is it? Yeah, I've got a funny feeling Liam messaged me when the list came out going, How does that happen? <laughs> Let me see if I can find it.
0: I'll find it. Give me a second. Sorry. This... Oh, here we go. So uh, Agna.
3: Oh, a, she had Ignacs that scales. Queen on
0: cauldron of blood. Oh, yeah, that's been changed. Uh, yeah. Hag queen, hag queen. Oh, Marathi. Oh, joys for Marathi. 30 sisters, 30 witches, 10 witches, life takers, life takers, cauldron guard. So it's a little the, bit
3: different from Liam's. Liam's got, got a slaughter 60s. trip, yeah.
0: And she's she's gonna out drop. If I had my normal di- my normal night list, I'd be pretty confident. But I've got triple mortarc. I
3: think she's so, four drop.
0: Yeah, well, I'm Umpteen drops. But I I don't have to put them all on the board.
3: Marathi on that objective term. and have you any endless spells? No, I don't need
0: those things. I don't need endless spells, shooting or mortal wounds. I just go in, I roll dice and drink beer. And I'm not drinking beer because I'm driving. So, <laughs> so you fucked. <laughs> no, I think I'll right. I think we'll have fun. It's a lost game, Stu. You should just not go. Yeah. I'll let her buy me an Empire Biscuit.
3: That's what you do.
0: I'll say that at the beginning. If you buy me an Empire Biscuit, I'll give you the win.
3: I was going to say something, but you'd need to edit it out, so I'm going to shout.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.
1: All right. Um,
3: cool. On that
0: bombshell. So that was your draw yeah.
1: for the howling. I hope everyone's well,
0: relatively happy. No,
1: that's happy. good. It's quite nice to do it on, on a podcast like this, actually.
0: Yeah, it's good. We, we If we'd have been braver, we could have done it live. And oh, we'd have it only is been... this not live? No, we'd have only been through. Well, we can't do it through through this platform live. We have to do it through the Podbean platform. Uh, right. Okay, so, so we'll that. maybe try and do that. What about Mike? If we do some kind of live thing from the Howling, sure. If
2: we
0: want, could Mike. actually do something from the Howling and see if it works as a test. So
1: it's going to be like the Six Nations where we pass the uh, microphone around all weekend. No, and, no, we and could. They, they, a- no, no, we you, could... don't, you don't play any of it on a podcast.
0: No, no, we can actually broadcast live.
1: What happened to that
0: recording? Yeah,
1: when did we hear the Lost Six Nation tapes?
0: No. They're, they're never being released I want them aired they're being, at the funeral no, They're being buried <laughs> Nobody is ever going to listen to them again Because uh, we, we, be we, we went on to Multiple establishments and clubs Afterwards after you'd all gone home And um, we carried on Recording into the small hours And nobody needs to hear that <laughs> <laughs> Yes they do No 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 you should. anyway, think there's like a anyway i think goal. that's the
1: thing for, for next year six nations i think uh nathan's gonna be there with his, with his watch at 10 o'clock on the curfew going everyone home come on that
3: yeah. night i'm just gonna have the the radius guys on those kind of like body harnesses <laughs> you know, like what you get like unruly really kids you, on you, just you like a child
0: one
3: yeah just take them for a walk
0: i'll give you the um well, you and Scott will be there, so you can take the microphone and do uh, a Six Nations Belfast episode. We'll see how we get on.
1: It's not. It's not it isn't actually Belfast, is it? It's um. It's, oh no, it's uh, over in Bangor. Bangor, not. Cor-
0: yeah. South, yeah. Banger. So right Belfast, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. I've had too many drinks. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make jokes about. You banger. You wouldn't
1: have been selected anyway, so you didn't. You'd never go to
0: banger anyway. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> there's, too many, there's too many jokes. Banger. There's too many
0: jokes. jokes about banger. I'm not gonna banger. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna stop now while I still can. And gone.